is a happening, everyone. Welcome to the Paranormies Present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I am joined by Reinhard von Krieger. What's happening? What's going on? Oh, not much. Also joining me this evening, Waffen Jack. Oh, I love kicking up shit on the internet. Ah, so much fun. Yes, you're so good at it, too. <laughs> also <laughs> <laughs> joining us this evening, one Mr. Fash Gordon. Hello. 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 Doing pretty good. I am getting over a little bit of a cold, so I may be a little more raspy than normal. So. Oh, man. You and Reinhardt. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I'm right there COVID. with you, bro. <laughs> COVID God. 19 and a half. Jeez. All right, you guys stay back over there. And joining us for the first time, you guys may know him from um, Telegram and his country music career. Now, um, he's the man who is responsible for bringing you the wonderful Paranormies Bigfoot hats also. Mr. Greg Arcade, welcome to the Paranormies, sir. Hey, guys. What's happening, man? How's it? Oh, not much, man. I'm really excited to be on the show. I love this show, so I hope I don't say anything stupid. Oh, don't worry well, if you, you know will. somebody you else will. will. <laughs> you don't say, say dude, have you listened to this stream before? Yeah, uh, yeah don't, don't say anything stupid. That's my job. Right? Well, I'm sorry. That's all right. Man. Ahem. <laughs> In fashion tender, <laughs> ahem. Pardon me. I'm... Just do not bring up anything revolving milkers, so. Yes. Fashion's <laughs> like, hold my phlegm. <laughs> well, I mean, we're gonna, but they're not the kind you like. So. Oof. Mm. N- not, not, not kosher? No, they're not. I mean, they might be. We don't know yet. I mean, they're okay. ginger. So. I will, what, should we just jump right into the content right off the bat? Is that what we're going to do? I mean, yep. Ginger milkies. Let's go. Ginger milkers. Yes. Oliver Anthony. Um, is, <laughs> <laughs> looks like looks like he's a, uh, he reminds me of one of the, like, one of the painters on one of my last jobs. Uh, I could see him. I could see him in like white coveralls, you know, drinking a, drinking a giant monster, right? All day long. Um, you guys know who I'm talking about, right? I'll do, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know Absolutely. Greg, you do. I yeah. know Greg, you do. But do you guys know the Oliver Anthony phenomenon that's going on? Uh, How about we uh, refresh of... our memory just in case the audience doesn't know? All right. Well, let me. Does anybody? And I don't know. Somebody either, pull up so the. Let's... You know what I didn't do? I didn't pull up the song. At all. He's he's responsible for the rich men north of Richmond. And now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> smash hit that is going on right now. It is a smash hit. Uh, from what I'm being told, um, have you guys also heard this? You guys also heard this? Oh, you know what I didn't do? I got to do the yep. thing. I, I got to do the thing for you guys, where um, I share my screen so you can see what's going on. Hold on. Ah, yes. Yeah, let me do that. And for you guys, this guy, and boom, and there you go. That's for you guys. Neat. Neat. Now you guys can see everything that I'm that I'm doing. Yeah. It's always nice. Um, so <laughs> the uh, Oliver Anthony guy, which first of all, Jack, you know this, he falls right into my category of never trust a man with two first names, right? Correct. Right, right off the bat, like that's the first thing. He's, and, and second of all, he's a he's a ginger. <laughs> Not just any ginger. Yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a fat ginger. You know, I mean, here we go. Here's one of the, here's one of the things is uh he's he's got that oh that beard is just so the awful beard the beard and I mean you know and the very first thing he does he starts off with like you know I work overtime hours for bullshit pay right and every single blue collar guy is like that's me man speaking right to me right I mean that's the whole that's pretty much the, I think that was the idea 
with this song. He's literally me. Right. This is literally me. Yeah. No, dude, I work with like about 30 guys that look like this that are literally him. This guy looks like his craft bre- beer. Uh, I look like this guy. I know. I know. Greg, you don't look like this guy. <laughs> I mean, no, I you're be- like, you okay. have you have hair across the bottom of your your lower lip there, where he's got that. It's not quite a neck beard. You know what he reminds me of quite a bit. Okay, so before I realized how terrible a lot of the world can be, mm-hmm. uh, when you go to small town music festivals, but they're awfully populated with like downtown urbanites who are just right. excited to go there and like do psychedelics, right? He looks like the guy who uh, has been doing LSD by himself since before he got there. And it's like, it's cool. Whatever. That's his look. <laughs> I but, know. Uh, no. the, the, I hadn't, I hadn't thought like about that, but that's the guy. Like, but, and it's in this video. He looks like that. Cause in that other video where he's sitting in front of the car, mm-hmm. like that, that Do was we have a, a shot on that one. Do you have a picture of that one? I don't think I have it. So let me find that for me. I can find it. If but you yeah. Want. I mean, you well, you know, no, Greg, I'm not going to. I'm a guest. Yeah, you're not going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> Greg's not going to find anything. Jack Reinhardt, someone, when do you guys get on that? We I guys? already sent you a link to the video, man. Yeah. Come on. Oh, where, where? I'm on it. You sent me a link to the anyway, video. Anyway, uh, that goes into the whole, like, oh, my gosh, he's exactly me. Um, no, I sent you a link to the other video. I'm not there yet. Oh, Richmond, North of Richmond. Yeah, there it is. But yeah. in the Richmond, North of Richmond, he looks like, like, like I said, he looks like a lot of these heavy set white dudes that didn't go to college and do blue collar work and their breath smells like chew and monster, you know, or cigarettes and chew. Cause I, these guys smoke and chew together a lot. It's weird. It is always a great idea. If you're worried about your health, right? Right. You know. Well, when your teeth fall out after drywalling all day, uh, right? Well, th- that's not what it's falling out from. Just, just, re- just <laughs> replace your teeth with more drywall pieces. Mm-hmm. Drywalling. We know what that's code for. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, on the dry- <laughs> where I'm from, where I, I mean, where I did my apprenticeship, uh, the drywallers do uh, do their recruiting directly out of the parole office. So perfect. <laughs> yes. Do they pay good though? But um, I figured they'd go straight to the nearest ice center. I sent but you I like this screen. But I like this. You know, it's, uh, one of the lines they turn you, I'll work all day and come home to a shack. I can't believe they turn the Little Mermaid black. Like, that's basically the kind of, I mean, a lot of what the lyrics seem like. Um, do you guys want to play the song at all, or do you not want to? You, guys- you know what? I'm, I don't hate the song. Like, I don't. I do, because as I know you're a country musician and like this kind of stuff is like, you I just know, like music, man. And I, I know song, you do, but I also like but, good country music. Like Towns Van Zandt is like a good. And that's what Jack posted earlier today. And uh, I'm going to. I saw it. that, too. You, you know what Towns Van Zandt reminds me of? I do like a lot of Towns Van Zandt, but it reminds me of these like old communist dudes who used to hang out at this like downtown honky tonk bar here mm-hmm. and they would always be ripping on people for what band they listen to and i think at the end of the day like you don't have to agree with me but you're wrong uh if music makes you feel good then it's probably kind of okay within reason right because there's going to be music that plays to your dopamine release which is oh yeah good for you but like i don't find that with this guy i kind of find like to me, he seems like a genuine dude who's being utilized in a psyop without being aware of it. That's kind of my opinion about him. Okay, uh, I can see. So, I un, I can see so unwitting puppet. I think that that's the direction all psyops are headed in, right? Because now you're not going to have like okay, 
I know a lot of people don't need the normie tier stuff, but like Epstein Island, you don't have just Lane Maxwell to rat on people now if nobody knows what's going on. And I think they piloted that with the COVID op, right? Because they they got all these cops and healthcare workers and everything going on, and none of them were like even aware that they were just doing evil. And I think that that's their new plan. Like they find these guys and it's like, oh, here's a reward. Here's your Faustian deal reward. But you also you'll get rewarded now, but you're also helping us accomplish a goal later down the line. And that's kind of what I think is happening with him. Well, yeah. I mean, the lyrics, I, I don't, you got to look, I, I guess, but listening to the lyrics, they're, am, they're ambiguous enough to where you really don't know who he's talking about and what he's, my wife know. was actually commenting on that today. Cause like I put out that, uh, quick little song I wrote on the way home from the dog park. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, you sound kind of jealous. I'm like, I'm not jealous of this guy. Like you, I don't want that world. Like no, he's being rewarded by this satanic system. Sure. Of, like, but I like, have a feeling like, something's going to come out within the next, I don't know how long that something's going to, something's going to, this guy's going to have a black wife or, uh, uh, or he's Jewish, you know, or like, or you know, or gay or, or, something. He, or he's got pizza symbolism everywhere. Right. Right. Or something, no, no, or something. but uh, there is a, the, just, it's the, like the Jason Aldean thing, right? Where he had to, uh, edit his video and then be like, Hey, I wasn't talking specifically about this when he was. Yeah. And then what it does is it shows people like, Hey, did you relate to this? Mm. The proper course of action is to cuck out, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Right. And if you try like that whole, try this in a small town thing, I mean, you just end up in jail just faster. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if you, Oh, look at the redneck that shot the black just cause he was trying to feed his kids, you know, or sure. And you know? again, I, I have a feel, cause well, you've got a huge, like, you know, this is a class struggle thing now. Right. And yeah. cause you're seeing that you're seeing the memes where it's like, uh, cause Nick Fuentes said something, <laughs> nobody cares about Nick, but, um, yeah. it was like, yeah. he did the whole, like, well, no, he did the, the Squidward. I sleep. I woke, you know, with the eyes closed, eyes sh uh, shut thing. Right. It's like, yeah. you know, the Holocaust is fake as I, I sleep. Uh, you know, I'm poor. Ginger fat dude says I'm poor. I'm woke. You know what I mean? It's like literally a lot of people are like this. This song is like, you know, like sounds like poor fag stuff, to, to be honest. Like, and it is because well, like and 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 it resonates with a lot of people. It really does. A lot of the stuff he says kind of resonates with a lot of people. And, you know, and I'm sure when he's where he says, you know, if you're uh, five foot three and 300 pounds, my taxes ought not to pay for your boxes of fudge rounds. Yeah. I mean, that's a great, you know, that's that's a great line to drop in the fibromyalgia chat on Facebook. But, um, you know, I mean, that's, I'd rather they're fat because they, then, then they can't catch you as easy, you know. Right. <laughs> but you do realize you do realize that there is I've heard zero and uh, zero clap back from the fat community, the fat positive community. That's a big like literally, dude, if you're five foot three and 300 pounds and I talk about fudge round cookies in the next line, I mean. That's a direct shot at people like Tess Hollandaise or Mayonnaise or whatever her name is. Like, you know what I mean? She like hears that people. and she's on the way to the Dollar General to buy some flesh. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. That's the other thing is none of these people are going, none Product of these people placement. that this song is supposed to represent. And now, dude, having lived in rural, having lived in rural Southern America for uh, quite a while now, um, you know, I, I, whew, uh, a lot of those people are no better than than the blacks in the ghetto they live the same yeah that's yeah, they, yeah. and they're, that's I mean, they're just I, as they're just as niggers as wiggers like you know yeah i'll kind of give you my take now i live 
in a small town, we'll say about a hundred miles outside of Chicago, but I've went to the city a lot. I mm. lived in the suburbs briefly. So I've kind of had, you know, insight into both of them. And like these little small towns are not like where I live right now. It's not like the Shire from Lord of the Rings, right? Or like some, like yep. some quaint Bavarian village. Like we have shootings now and then we have overdoses. We have people getting into fights, Dude, there's which crime I don't mind. I, all I the time. Of, yeah. We've yeah. had in my neighborhood, which I mean, my neighborhood near you know my nearest neighbor is a quarter of a mile away. But uh, in my neighborhood, we've had three houses burned down, all arson. Yeah. Had to be arson, but they all ended up being quote accidents. But um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, and, and there's always well, break-ins. It, like the, if the meth lab falls over, yeah, that, there's break-ins. The one was shooting fireworks off on the porch. We have, have bank robberies all the time where I live because a lot of people from Chicago know they can do it. Like they actually try it in a small town and it works. They get away. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. the song's like, having yeah. the opposite effect. Yeah. Just, they're, they're like, try that in a small town. And he's yeah. black's like, yeah. well, alrighty then. I think I will. Shit. Shit. I'm on the Amtrak right now. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, like, I'm even, sorry, Ryan. Right I was my... cutting you off. Good. Oh, you're fine. No, no, no. I mean, Johnny, you know the state I moved to. It's the state with the highest obesity rate in the country. Mm. Right. Okay, and you're in Wisconsin. Live... We should hang out, dude. I'm not far away from you. No, dude. It's not actually. Wisconsin no. is just is, see, that's the other thing about Wisconsin is uh, they brought in all the Somalians. Oh wait, that's another. Yeah, thing. never mind. Minnesota, Minnesota. I was gonna say brought in the Somalians and brought the brought the average BMI down. Actually, <laughs> that was uh, all. Yeah, well, conspiracy. yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Lowest uh, BMI, but right. yeah, I live I live like twenty miles from two towns, like in between two very small towns. You know, one of them is like five hundred people, the other's you know a few thousand, but still, right. you know, it's. 80 89 percent white in the county that i live in and yet we still have crime uh just up the road from me there is a trailer that exploded right before we moved here it was a freaking meth lab that we drive past every day to get to town um this stuff this stuff is all over and i and you know it's this like we were talking about beforehand and i guess johnny you want to get into it is this this idealization romantization of living as a ruralite but you're still like it, it doesn't solve all your problems well what it is is that we need to have a country where the cities are nice the suburbs are nice the small towns and villages are, are all nice and clean and you need to have all that because you're not going to have intellectuals out in the hinterland but also you're not going to really be able to field an army out of just urbanites so you, you got to kind of have all the spokes on the wheel kind of strong you know so i guess a lot of people on the right do with small towns what the like liberals do with big cities you know like, like, like they think they're going to be living like it's sex in the city when in reality you're going to be like in like a one bedroom with five other people or something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's true, um, man. Um, you know, and, and they've romanticized, they've romanticized the countryside, you know, everybody's mm -hmm. and everybody's got all these little niche businesses out in the countryside that wouldn't exist if it wasn't for the internet in the cities to be you know, yeah, you know who's buying in, right? who's yeah. buying all these reclaimed you know barn wood bookshelves that you're building and, and advertising on etsy and instagram and whatever yeah that, you know and you know it's cool and all and like these guys a lot of this stuff it's a consumer choice right so instead of you yeah. know you buy land you want a trad wife so you buy land you know you're gonna be out in the country and you, know, you have to be able to afford all this stuff first of all because uh, none of this shit is cheap anymore um and the and woman they'll still cheat on you too just right, well, the yeah, woman who wants your trad wife ends up <laughs> being like well there's not enough people out here for me to swipe 
whatever way you swipe to see us. Sure. Your, but your now, trad wife wants the trad Instagram. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was stuff. trying to get to. Yeah. The trad wife was like, well, I was a hoe. You know, now I'm going to do the trad wife thing and I'll have an Instagram page that shows me. <laughs> the trad wife thing in the country is doing an OnlyFans in a sunflower field. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. I guess. You're not wrong. Know. It's it's woman, I'll say I am. Look, I'm a little bit wrong. I think most people are a little bit wrong because those people do exist. Like, I'm really fortunate. My wife is amazing. You oh, know, no, and I, 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 there are some that there, some of those things are real because th that yeah. cottage industry wouldn't have existed in the first place for these people I know to colonize and take over. You know what I mean? Well, I know a bunch of guys. Uh, I'm in group chats with them because, like, when the gay op went down here in Canada, a lot of people did move out and start homesteads and right. start like right, right. focusing on real homesteading. And some of these guys, like you know, we've got a gardening club with some of them. Uh, we've some of them just literally like sold all their city stuff and just started building in the bush, and they're out there right now doing it. And you know, they're they're setting up for that life, which is awesome. But you still kind of have to borrow those amenities from the system. Mm -hmm. uh, to survive and that that point comes up to me when people are just like return to tradition today i'll share 50 memes from the imperium group and then people know i'm traditionalist and the reality is like you wouldn't know about any of that stuff if you didn't have non-tradition because it's helping you gain that knowledge to move on mm -hmm. and it's the same with those little businesses it's the same with all the neat little things we get to do out in the country now how many people are going to buy stuff from your fruit stand if you don't have instagram and a location pin drop mm -hmm. sure you're not in a um like down where i'm at where you're in an area with a lot of tourists because of one of the big yeah. state parks you exactly know, drive so by and, you, you know, buy my aunt's honey and stuff you know yeah. you're heavily dependent right. on the internet yep mm -hmm. yep Right, as you're you're just not going to get away from it like my my career is heavily dependent on the internet and i live out you know, in a rural area. So I still need all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have this, uh, like you said, Fash, the Shire-esque perfection society where just nobody needs anything and you all are just perfect and self-sustaining each other and all of that. Well, I mean, you can try and do it. You can try and do it. Well, the Amish, well, they do it because they have a gigantic community and now they utilize other people to do work for them. They've got like an entire mafia system going on. There are the a lot Amish of have the awesome. literal mafia. Right. They have That's the literal mafia. Cool, yeah. So, like, up here, Canada is different than the, the glorious station of the United States. But, uh, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, there's still a lot of people out here who are making that kind of thing work. And so I've got buddies who are maybe 45 minutes down the road from where I live. And they are in deep bush. And they trade with the local Hutterite colony. They, you know, they get their wood from the forest up the road and all that. And they, they fill their freezer with good aim all year. And... So they're able to remove themselves from the system quite a bit, but it you don't get there overnight like people think you do. And that's one thing that mm -hmm. bothers me about the conversation, too. Well, I think we were talking about this in the pre-show, where it's just like, I'm getting out of town now. It's like, it takes years to learn how to survive. And you have yeah. to start now if you want to do that in 10 years. It's true. So, yeah. What else, what else uh, people don't understand, too, what bothers me is that once everyone moves to the forest, it's not the forest anymore. So even if people are interested right. in doing this and it works, everybody can't do this. Like right. there's still going to have to be a city somewhere and, you know, and mm -hmm. research university somewhere and all that, you know? Yep. You, you, we don't need the universities we have now. Well, not no, the ones I we mean, have now, but I mean, if we were like, now, a, if we were like a, like a functioning society or something, if we were actually doing like, more yeah. of like a stoic college yeah. than any university out there. No, I agree with you there. <laughs> like where but people can actually just talk about things they think about and be disagreed with and debated. Mm -hmm. 
uh, like, I don't know. I think it's, that's pretty cool. Like if anything, guys like us should just start like little universities and publish little one papers and be like, Oh yeah, it's very, very important. Yeah. Cause that's all a university is too. It's I paid for mm-hmm. credibility from someone I've never met. You, know, you yeah. can get yeah. putting up a $10 website now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, what were we talking about? I'm we were sorry. talking about Oliver Anthony. <laughs> oh yeah. That guy. And his, and his, uh, his smash hit smash hit, uh, over 1.3, like it had million hits, like, in, almost instantly. Um, yeah, and it was at 55 million like in a day or something. 55 right? million. Okay, so apparently um, Matt Walsh had some sanctimonious word salad. Uh, oh, great. To, to say about it. I don't know. I'm not I'm, I'm not looking at Matt Walsh's stuff. But uh, somebody else said, there's nothing authentic about this song's rise to popularity. Jason Howerton seems to be the key player involved in the astroturfing campaign. He's the CEO of Reach Digital, which helps media companies and political influencers grow their social media footprint exponentially. He was one of the first accounts heavily promoting this song as he provided a background on Oliver Anthony and his faith. Jason indicates that Oliver Anthony had been contacted to record the song. Jason also admits he even covered the cost to produce the record. So... Who wrote the song? And how did so many big right-wing accounts have the video ready to post simultaneously? You can like the song and like its message without gaslighting us into believing this is an authentic viral hit by a simple country man with a mic and a guitar. Launch a product, get over 1.3 million hits overnight, was the article Mr. Howerton shared on LinkedIn. This was another conservative ink astroturf campaign. Embrace it. Yeah, Jason Howerton is the guy who... Uh, yeah. Oh, here it is. Uh, this is what Matt Walsh said. The main reason this song resonates with so many people isn't political. It's because this song is raw and authentic. We are suffocated by artificiality. Everything around us is fake. A guy in the woods pouring his heart over his guitar is real. Okay. And then, okay. And then uh, come to find the same out, people that were making Taylor Swift Hitler memes like eight years ago. Yeah. And now, yeah, Taylor Swift Hitler memes, <laughs> and now it's a, it's a fat red-headed guy in the woods. Like... One thing that Walsh says there is like, people want that authenticity. It's true. I've been, no, no, that's absolutely true. Doing this, okay. I've been doing this for a long time and people like the idea of wanting authenticity, mm. but as soon as they're done listening to this song, they want to go back to Spotify. They want to go back on their other networks and they want to support the stuff there. Right. Right. Like, that's, that's a big thing. Like they're like, I want to live. This goes back to people leaving and wanting to live in the country or, or rejecting the system mm. where they're like i want to get rid of the system and that's why i only watch netflix once a week we stop paying for the <laughs> yeah. family program just netflix single and it's like, it's like you're not rejecting the system man go get a vhs player and find some old western movies maybe that's a way for you right, to how about not watching it. anything read a book yeah there's the thing too read get a, a dog yeah Oh, we have two of those. We have two of those. Don't don't say we we unexpectedly got a dog. We had one literally thrown out of a car on our property. (laughs) Oh, poor thing. We took him in. But now, guys, guys, so so people people want authentic. Like you said, they want the idea of authentic. What they want is they want to get Oliver Anthony on their Spotify. Yeah, they don't. They're like, oh, cool, cool. Where can I can I download this onto my onto my playlist? Now it's part of their watch. identity. Right. And now they're really neat and edgy too, mm-hmm. because this mm-hmm. guy's resonating with the far right. As so this is how they can take a totally. vacation. In the far right. Man. Did you just say he's resonating? He's as he's playing a resonator. Yeah, tune up your dobro there, boy. But uh, 
I don't know, man. I the fact that he didn't write the song, no. I don't know if he wrote it or not. Well, like that, no, he was contacted and contracted to sing the song. No, I thought he said here that okay, he's been contacted to record the, the song. song. Okay, so that could be the producer contacted him. Was like, mm. hey, man, that's a really cool song. Yeah, like let's. let's rec- yeah, no, you're right. You're right. And, that could be. And then speculation in the next one where he says, "Who wrote the song?" Well, yeah, it no. could have been him. I don't right. know. Could have been. But here's something been. that's really interesting about Oliver Anthony too. If he is supposedly one of, you know. Slash our guys, right? Well, there's that too. We got to get into that for a second too. Right. Uh, Then why did he only start a telegram page a day after this started? Why wasn't he slugging it out and growing slowly over time? Where did he just come out of nowhere? What happened to his social media presence before this song came out? Yeah. Did he have one? I mean, like his Twitter account, his Twitter account is. It's uh, only a couple days old. His Twitter account. Okay. It's brand new. It came out of nowhere. Was yeah. he someone else under a different name? And they're like, oh, you changed your name to Oliver Anthony now. That's a hit. I mean, <laughs> I doubt it. No. No. Are you sure? Has I, anyone I, looked I, I don't know. I mean, like, but I've been seeing, like, on my YouTube, when I, um, my algorithm, like, your For You or whatever, you know, when I, when you, when they suggest stuff, um, all of a sudden I was seeing Oliver Anthony stuff, like, vocal coach reacts to Oliver Anthony. I'm like, what the fuck? Why? And, um, I, was all Oliver Anthony and I don't mm. like listen to any of that stuff or watch that kind of stuff on YouTube and it was just pushed to me hard right exactly and that's that's what I'm saying it was totally pushed and uh, there was something else about Oliver. oh him him doing concerts all of a sudden there's footage of him doing concerts where he's he reads the Bible first how about that of Which course he does because uh, Trad Southern Christian boy right 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 but I'll right. say one thing to that too with people not liking that he's doing that or liking not, whatever I like it I think people should do that I, I think, think people should read the Bible before a concert we should pray and have a good time together sure oh, sure sure yeah sure and, so but if, even if, but if he's just astroturfing then that's the thing I mean, come on. If he's, he's still, astroturfing but there's say he's out there reading some good old KJV in the right setting mm. and people hear that and that resonates with someone in the crowd I think that's a good thing like sure. as much as I know that yes, I am you guys know me. I wrote a whole song about how this is a psyop mm. today in a 10 minute space. 10 minutes space. But anyway, yes. uh I still think that like good things can come from these things, but we also have to be so mindful of them because what if all of a sudden he's this Christian right wing guy and he turns out to have murdered some BIPOC person? And now they're going to use that as the psyop to like paint everybody, you know? Like they right. don't know what's on the what <laughs> or like or is he gonna get us he's in next songs to be, be about us going to war with iran and russia or something trying to butter us up for a war you know it could be yeah sure. that's another thing too right like they're trying to motivate the the distraught white population that's checked out of society that they is definitely bring something that's doing well oh my god richard spencer weighed in and he had he he wrote he wrote a couple bars for this and it's like kind of shitting on the can south. i sing them i used to uh, let me see if i can do my richard spencer impersonation I used to dream of I used to dream of getting married and driving a Trans Am. Instead, I'm dying of diabetes, and my wife's a trans man. Does that sound like Richard at all? No, actually, no. My cold, my cold. Just grab a guitar and try and sing it. Yeah. No, no. You sure? It's right here. Yeah. There you go. Live, live. Sing sing it, Richard Spencer. Drive Trans Am. My wife's a trans man. Like that's pretty much it. That was nailed. It. You guys are welcome. 
I used to do a good Richard Spencer. <laughs> there's those I'm Bud Light drinkers who went to school in Maine. They regulate our Slurpees and send our money to Ukraine. And they're not wrong. None of this shit he said is wrong. Nothing they yeah, said. None of it's wrong. untrue. None of it's untrue. Except for the trans man part. Well, well no. I mean, have you, no, you seen no, his no, wife? No, but I mean. hold on, guys. Hang on. <laughs> hang on, Fash. The thing about the trans man is the South. Yeah, dude. There's, there's a lot of homosexuality and pansexualism and transgenderism and all kinds of weird shit in the rural South now and these fucking fucked up communities, small towns in Tennessee and Kentucky and whatever. You go to the fucking, you you go to like the tractor supply or you go to, uh, or you go to anywhere, you go to anywhere where people work, right? Where there's normal people Mm -hmm. that work there and they are all fucking dysgenic, fat, gay or trans, or something like that, or, or mix, yep. or a mutt of yeah, some sort. Hormones into everything, man, right. and it is changing. Even he, yeah. even here, I go to Aldi or Walmart for something, and yep, cashier every time. There's at least one. I, there's a tranny working at every store now. I live I, in Canada, so I'm pretty much like I'm how it was ten years ago for when you'd see one of those. Mm. Now you see like one white guy walking around who's not right, not a thing. Um, <laughs> I like, shit you not. There is at the Walmart I shop at. There's a, a guy who has a Walmart, like the tattoo on his like forearm. And he's like, cause he likes working there or something. What? Like who gets, I, I, I was in the military. I didn't get like a U.S. army tattoo or a coast guard tattoo. It's like not even worth it. It's kind of stupid. You know, just going to walk around with a little, the Walmart logo. You know what I'm talking right. about? Oh it looks kind of like, like a flower, that thing. He has that on his forearm. Like, like W's tattooed on the tops of his palms. No, like, no, no. Straight. He has the, um. You know, like he looks kind of like a. I know. Flower. I was just making a joke. Yeah, and he has that on his like pudgy forearms. So, so I'm like, why'd you get that? He's like, well, I worked here for five years. I'm like, okay, oh, but like, just to get a get raise, that? not a tattoo. Mm. <laughs> yeah, can can you afford that with your twenty five percent or twenty five cent raise? Oh, well, well, at my Walmart, they have a tattoo place in the Walmart now. So no. you know, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I was gonna don't. say that's peak Walmart right there. <laughs> Um, it's it replaced the photo lab because you don't yeah, need, yeah. it's got digital so it's just like tattoo parlor by the McDonald's yeah it's, it's like the scene in uh, Idiocracy you stick your hand in it and it just goes <laughs> okay so look at this you guys on the uh, so we found something about Oliver Anthony oh my god his playlist on YouTube it's 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 public and he thinks Jewish people are responsible for 9-11. He oh. watched a dancing Israeli. He watched a four-minute dancing Israelis video. Mm. Yeah, he, it's an ABC News clip. That's all it is. I saw this on Wikipedia the other day because I was trying to start looking into him just to see like what people have written. Sure. And his Wikipedia is like three lines. And the third one's like, there's controversy because he's got a playlist called videos to make your noggin bigger. And there's something to do with dancing Israelis. Yeah, so I think it's this is just part of the end game psyop that they're just trying to set up this character mm-hmm. for a fall. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, I mean, what are they planning on doing? Like that bad a guy. I think he just seems like a dude, man. Sure, is he? If he's even a real person, I mean, like this whole thing could be like some sort of fucking psyop. Yeah, it could be because he came out like, literally be, nowhere. Could be complete AI. Yeah, I mean. Uh, th- yeah, the, all the videos could be. Honestly, everything could be. Oh my god, dude! Yeah, yeah like we are like, so far beyond be- this person does not exist. Dot com. It's insane. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
we could be behind a giant AI curtain and we have been in our entire lives that have like fomented a narrative that we exist in this world and we're the conspiracy theorists. Like it is Truman show. Like we could have that and we have no idea. Oh, we likely do. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I'm of the belief that we have that just so we're yeah, clear. I'm with you. I'm with you there at, th- at this point in the game. I, it's no, nothing's off much? the table. Yeah, and, and what's with the synchronicity of stuff, man? There's, there's well, some. That's be, that's what it's for. It's there to, to make you realize, like Mandela's and synchronicities are there to make you realize, hey, nothing's real. Yeah, but it is. It's it's real, but it's not. Yeah, right. it's, it's like simulation. People mm-hmm. get onto us for talking about simulation theory, but just because something's a simulation doesn't mean it ain't real. Exactly. That's simu- that's what's so insane about all of this and going like it's circular, just back and forth, all the way around and around and around all the time. Just, just because, we're not, just we're because the Despicable Me ride is a is a ride, it's a simulation. It's still a ride. You know what I mean? It's still a, you're still doing a thing, even though it's a simulated. You're not actually moving, but the whole thing makes you think you're. That's kind of the whole point of what these things are. You know, you. I think we're not capable of understanding the split of that. Like, I don't think that's like within our ability to really understand like the true reality beyond us like we can recognize that both worlds exist Mm. but we don't know how the two tie together properly right right. and maybe some people do get like moments of clarity about it but it they don't have enough reinforcement to like i think artificially maybe they do like artificially with like hallucinogenics and psychedelics and whatever they they try they at least try to um the whole like breaking through and all that but um i think if you figured out the, the way to get between the two, you would figure out the secret of consciousness, really, I think. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah, Because no, you can't yeah. tell me where. You if, can't, I mean, you can tell me what consciousness is. It makes you, what's, what makes you alive, right? But what is consciousness? And where does it come from? How does it work? And yeah. sometimes, like, I don't know, I love pondering my mm. orbs over this. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes it's nice to just realize that I won't ever know. Right. Hey, buddy, my orbs That's, are up here. Yep. And that's the beautiful yeah. part about it too. Like yeah. that's that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, is we don't have to know. You don't have to. Mm. And you can also like as much as things can get really fake and gay, and you don't want to participate. Sometimes it's still a beautiful realm, and it's a beautiful gift for us to be here. And I always just try to remind myself that anytime I get like <laughs> too far down into the the pondered orb, if you know what I mean. Sure, but yeah. Yeah, remind my orbs are up here, buddy. Okay. <laughs> my orbs. I mean, wait. My orbs are folks. down here. My orbs are no. down here. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. How did <laughs> they not, get up you're here? Not doing, you're not doing yourself any favors for that one hate listener that thinks that you and Skull are trainees, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? For some, yeah. Oh, she's she's listening to this and is furiously oh. editing right now. Editing. <laughs> he just admitted to being trans. Exposed. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh man, we're screwed. Remember when? Yeah. Remember when exposing stuff was happening? Man, that was fun. Well, that raises an interesting <laughs> question, though, guys. So how I've presented that Oliver Anthony could be an unbeknowing chess piece on the board for a psyop. Mm-hmm. So could we, yes, we, we could very on, well so. be a psyop that is psyoping the heck out of, Oh no, I just killed the audience. It's over. <laughs> Everyone's just tuning out. No, dude. It's totally one of the things <laughs> I talk about all the time. Once you realize you're in a psyop, that's yeah. part of the psyop too. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's here's, it's okay. Like, real quick. Everybody knows our, our memes. We all know the, you know, the red pill, the blue pill, the, you know, that being woke, uh, being coming out of the matrix, right? Everybody talks about the matrix. The Tate brothers talk about the matrix. It's so popular mm-hmm. now. Um, 
and we're all in the matrix and it's a simulation and it's in the matrix. If we were in the matrix, let's just, for example, use movie references and we're in the matrix and there's a way to get out of the matrix, right? You, you could sit up in your pod and pull the, the plugs out of your neck and your back and whatever, right? And you get on the, you get on the Nebuchadnezzar and go float off and eat that nasty goop. Um, do you really think a system that sets up something like that is going to make it escapable? At all? No, of course you know, not. Funny right. enough, Did you guys talk about this like a week or two ago? Did we? I don't. I don't know. I. Well, there was the weekend I show with Archaics. The we live stream with Archaics. That. We might have mentioned that. I think what? that was, that might have been the one. Um, but yeah, yeah. it wasn't a yeah, stream. It was just a show. Did Neo ever actually get out of the Matrix? No, he never. Or, did. or was the whole thing just a giant? Like even like when they left it and they thought they were out of it, were they just still in it? Because at the end he does like magic. Remember? Yeah. Right. So that's supposed to be he's still in it at the end and he never really got out, and that's and, built into the Matrix mm-hmm. to think he yeah. can get out to yeah. kind of contain the guys like us. Exactly, right? and that's and that's yeah. the point there. And once you realize that, and you realize that. Um, the gay op is continuous and never ending. Oh, my eyes are gay op. It's all gay op all day long. I close my eyes. I go to sleep. It's gay op. You know what I mean? Um, but once you realize that and you, you understand that everything is fake and gay and also real and heterosexual at the same time, it's Schrodinger's gay op. Like literally life is Schrodinger's gay op. Holy shit. The gay ops will continue until morale improves. Right. And there's, and, never and, I, and I'm not trying to howdy McCoskey anything and be like, you know, it's a soul trap and like this, that, you know, you're never going to get the out. The only way out is to kill yourself. You know, but I don't think howdy was saying to kill yourself. I don't think yourself, that's a way out, man. I, no, 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 no. The oh, only man. way out is to eat the silica packets. It doesn't work. Jack. It doesn't work. It doesn't. I tried. I make, blue, I make tea with packing peanuts right and now. gasoline. And that's that's not that's tea. how I get out. That's not tea. Oh, sorry, it's napalm. Sorry, yeah, it's I got napalm. My, it's, I got it's, my mixed up. it's a little sticky, right? <laughs> it, in it, Minecraft, you know, it's kind of hard has, going down. In in Minecraft, he has packing peanuts and gasoline soup. Oh, gotta wash it down with turpentine. <laughs> no, is the on, frosting get... sugar uh, oxidated? Wait, iron stop, stop, because you're now you're now you're throwing the turpentine. <laughs> now you're no, you see, you're well poisoning turpentine right now. <laughs> by doing that see you see how you see how these gay ops work see reinhardt is a gay op right now right he's being see how gay ops work everybody gets gay up by themselves occasionally true yes i gay up myself hard all the time like like when you forget something at home is not something you should be doing no that's a gay <laughs> that's a gay op okay? that's just the gay yeah <laughs> bro bro i got married so that i never had to touch my dick ever again okay because that's gay. I got married. Nobody would touch mine again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. Even better. Oh, yeah. Sex is gay. Well, yeah. <laughs> now that we now that we have now that we have all the kids that we're having, yeah, nobody touches mine anymore. So, oof, that's all good. Oof. All right, Oliver Anthony, what's up? Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of speaking of not getting things touched, I mean, yeah, all these married guys talking about not getting sex. Wait a second, no, we're not. We're just kidding. Honey. Joke, Put guys. that down. Go back in the other room. Okay, thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody was in here, and I'm gonna get killed. It's released. Was someone after your penis? No. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. I mean, yeah. No. It was stop, his alternate. Greg. It was his alternate skull personality talking. Was my, yeah. I was just gonna say. Yeah, now that chick's all like right the in the room. Pe- the penis gnomes were after him. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but those ones run around with a pair of snips located about. in Bonnie's basement. Yes, they're like I'm a moil. It's I'm not really a gnome. It's <laughs> it's my career path. Could you imagine how the hell? 
What part of rabbi school do you go to where they're like, well, so do you want <laughs> do do you want to cut dicks? Like, do you want to do you want to do the thing where you cut the dicks? Is that kind of like when you go to rabbi school? Do you have to take the dick cutting class? I would. I mean, can you not? Like, what if you don't want to be a? Moil? That's probably one of those days that everybody in that class looks forward to. Can you be a? To be can you be a rabbi you and go not to be journalist a moil? school? You have to go to. Will not talk about that class. Like, mm. <laughs> no, okay, it's just me then, guys. It's fine. Don't I don't know what that is. Uh, it. Because they don't talk about that, and it should be talked about. Oh, circle yeah. back! It's circle back class. Circle Come back on. class, right? Every journalist goes to circle back class. Journalists don't. Go journalists, back. it's not a real journalists. thing anymore. Now, I don't believe the journalists don't exist. If I hadn't met L. Reeve in person, like, like I actually because I did that that one day a while ago. Um, that was just an Android man. No. Maybe okay, Always but I met <laughs> I met a thing. I met they were that was a very terribly put together Android. If that's the case, dude, like <laughs> like I sat within two feet of her on that van in that van, and I'm like, what? I, I'm looking. She's fucked up in person. As she oh is, my um, god, it's worse. It's one of those things I mean, where you see him on TV and you're like, oh, that's not that bad, and you see you're like, and you see him in person, you're like, oh my god, it is. It's almost like she developed like um like uh what are those called like herbivore eyes where they're like she can see like 180 degrees around herself almost. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? That, like it's oh, like it's crazy. what happens to flounders when they mature, right? Yeah, the eyes halibut. The eye migrates over to the other one side of the head. Oh, right? one of those Lovecraftian things. Right, it is. How does that work? Is that like evolution or something like where your eye just like how did what the hell, God? Like and all of a sudden. I, I, all of a sudden, this fish's eye is just like I'm gonna wander over the other side of your head well, now. You're gonna lay flat, flat on the bottom to the of the ground, ocean. right? Yeah, because gravity. So well, it's because gravity, obviously, flat. obviously gravity. Yeah. yeah, clearly. Yeah, and it's fake, so they they just kind of don't care about it. Yeah. They're speaking of bait. speaking of gravity being fake and that kind of stuff, I heard I heard uh, Captain Blackpilled was still going on about about stuff, uh, running his yap about science and other things being unscientific. But I wouldn't know because I'm blocked. <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, I think it was yesterday. He was uh, talking about oh, direct energy weapons. That's the didn't one. Do Hawaii? Direct energy weapons didn't do Hawaii. Well, I don't know that I don't disagree. Um, I think the directed energy. Like we can do some Hawaii stuff now. We can move on. Uh, yeah. Uh, the directed energy weapons weapons or not, there's some weird stuff going on there. Yeah, there definitely is some weird shit going on. Um, Yeah, forward that uh, Captain Blackpill tweet into the content channel. Okay, we'll look at that in a second because I don't really care. But uh, there's a nice way to transition into the Maui stuff, though. (laughs) I knew it had something to do with that. So, yeah, um, we'll get to that when we talked about the directed energy weapon stuff. So, what are the chances... That the Maui police chief, John Pelletier, just so happened to be the incident commander for the Las Vegas shooting in 2017. Hmm, that's uh, one hmm. in a trillion. Right. Seems pretty normal to me, to be honest. I Seems mean, Las Vegas normal. to Maui. Yeah. Pretty normal, right? This guy right here. This is this is the guy, John Pelletier, became, yeah, he told a reporter that the fire had melted metal, making remains very hard to. Very, very hard to, to to get them out and you know separate them. Okay, he's the chief of police in Maui, right? Well, it makes sense. And he was the Sandy. incident commander for a mass shooting at a country music festival. Jason Aldean. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strange, right? Um, at a country music festival that left 58 people dead, supposedly. And lots more people injured. But there he is. There he is down there. He's the, he's the guy. So it's definitely him. So massive coincidence. Why does he have leaves around his neck? Uh, I don't know. It's a, uh, I don't know. Am I seeing that too? Is that what that is? Yeah. He's wearing a pimp suit, like, and that is a fur collar. He looks, looks like, like the, um, the the guy from the the dinosaur that ate that ate uh, Newman in Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's called a Dilophosaurus. Thank you. Whoa! All Whoa. right, it's easy there, Michael Crichton. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't play video games anymore, but when I was a younger kid, I did. What kind of this stuff reminds me of mm-hmm. is so if you had like a sandbox video game where you could do whatever you want, and right. there's a bunch of guys like us who are just like, we're not doing this anymore. We're just doing our own thing. Mm-hmm. The game tries to like lure you in with side quests, mm-hmm. like figure out why this guy was that. Like it happens so often that it just kind of seems like this world is trying to make us participate. Yes, and it's doing not. everything they can to do the. It's they're doing the you know you know the the meme where it's like whatever it is and it's like FBI and it's got a stick and it's poking at the thing and it's like come on do a terrorism come on do a this come on do a that right. But instead of taking the side quest, you know, like it they gave us the information that two days before Maui that story came out that China has perfected the laser cooling system so now they can have sustained and en- direct energy weapons right right and then two days later this thing goes down in maui and everybody's like oh my gosh did you hear that thing about china though right that is related it's and now totally related. the game wants us to go over there and figure out this story and then it can get back to moving forward with the story but we're just good sitting here yeah we're just looking at it sipping on tea you know I'm laughing at it already yeah you know, sorry about the video game references. No, I get that. I get the video game <laughs> reference. You know, I uh, could be, you yeah, know, with these guys, it could be video games, could be Dungeons and Dragons. Who knows? Um, there's always side quests, right? There's then the, a lot of these things are side quests. Uh, just looking at like who's invested into Hawaii the most recently, and you've got, and of course, it's BlackRock, right? And they're uh, Chinese firms, right? American retirement funds are unwittingly fueling Chinese firms. Oh wow. What a surprise. Um, that I had nothing to do with that. But look, look who, okay, so top owners of Alexander and Baldwin, Inc., which are in Hawaii, Vanguard, BlackRock, Charles Schwab. Hmm. What a surprise. I am not surprised at all. Uh, and you have this, yes. Um, Maui's largest landowner. After the state of Hawaii, who owns over 154,000 acres, Alexander and Baldwin is the second largest landover with over 65,000 acres. So, okay. Who is Alexander and Baldwin? Uh, Eric Yeaman is chairman of Alexander Baldwin. He's managing partner of Hoku Capital. Um, Yeah, I don't know. This is the guy. For some reason, that's the guy. And, oh, top, that's, here we go. I did it backwards. And the top 10 owners of Alexander and Baldwin are Vanguard, BlackRock, uh, and down here, Charles Schwab. Hmm. All majorly involved in the ownership of and being involved with congressional probes for being involved with Chinese investments, too, because of course. Of course. Because of I don't course. Know about you guys, but I think we should take some of that sweet Paranormies hat money, mm-hmm. all that, those 
billions of dollars have been raking in and buy some Hawaii real estate really quick. Yeah, it's, it's about to, it's up for well, sale. So here's well, you know, Joe Joe Biden is sending seven hundred dollars to everybody and yeah, Maui here's right it, now, Joe so. Biden. Is, here's a tweet. Here's a tweet. <laughs> We're laser focused on getting aid to survivors, including critical needs assistance, a one-time seven hundred dollar payment per household, offering relief during an unimaginably difficult time. Yes, we understand that your house was just raised to the ground, and however, your grass is still as green as it'll ever be. Are they going to use the voter lists? So this is just a good way to launder money to a bunch of people who don't exist. Probably, like probably highly likely. It's, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's one point seven million dollars. We just sent like six point three billion to Ukraine again. Two hundred million was the actual number. Oh, it was two hundred million. Okay, I'm sorry. Two hundred million. Two hundred. Two hundred times what is sent to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, and it's two hundred times what is sent to Hawaii. It's ridiculous, dude. It's kind of funny too, because like with with the price of everything, seven hundred bucks is like a shopping cart of groceries. Yep. And <laughs> here's the other thing: is you had the the governor. Uh, a lot of the, a lot of these videos are going around where the governor. A lot of clips of the governor saying things that they um. Where I don't have one of those. I don't have one of those clips. But uh, here's one of the here's one of the things here's about the about the fires. Um, I forgot what I was going to say now because I felt I was looking for that picture. What was I saying? Shit, I lost my I lost my train of thought. Do you think that this has something to do with? Uh, so they they offer them a deal. It's like, hey, your house burned down, so we're going to do the right thing and take the land back from you. Well, but here's seven hundred dollars, and a year down the road, when you get wise to it and figure out, I don't want the seven hundred dollars. I want my old property back. Like you took the payout. Right, there's it. that, but also there was something that just came down recently in Hawaii. It's like it's like eminent domain on steroids, um, where a lot of these people, you know, it's, there's a lot of indigenous there, and they have land, and it's like ancestral land, and where this part in Lahaina was. Now, Lahaina was a very white business. This was a very anti-white thing that happened, apparently. Like, there's a lot of small white businesses that got burned to the ground. Lahaina basically... Um, Looks like it got bombed. Looks like looks like Dresden happened in Lahaina, but yeah. um, but getting back to the other thing, um, all these indigenous, so they have a deal where if they don't have any offspring to leave the property to, like normally, you know, if there's no bills and stuff, it goes to the state, right? Well, they have a deal where they can um they can it can be left to a tribal member right as opposed to uh you know like any tribal member i guess right but now the the state wants made it so that they can't do that anymore right so now it's like eminent domain so now no matter what the state gets the property and so this was a ma- this was one of the main things was trying to get these get these locals off of off of this pro- um, off of this property i mean land grab Land grab under the cover of directed energy weapons, under the cover of a harp, like uh, probably like a firestorm. Like, have you seen the videos? Who knows if those videos are even real? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You've seen the videos. I've seen fires do that, though. And I was a wild no, but the video is like where it sucks in like that. Yeah, I, I yeah, I have too. But like, who's to say that that's happening there and any of this stuff? Yeah, is that going could be on. totally fake, right? And the governor, the governor had this speech where he said that Lahaina was bombed and the fire. There was the bomb and the fire. Like he slipped and said the bomb. You Oops. know, 
Yeah, and then there's the videos of Lahaina where there's no Hawaiian license plates. The pictures like where the cars are burned out and you can still kind of see license plates. There's not a there's no license plates on the fronts of the cars and every car in Hawaii has to have plates on both sides. Um yep. there's just so many anomalies with these this whole thing could be AI and nothing could be going on out there. You yep. know, other than the fact that they are getting these people out of their you know, out of their property. You know, this this does look to be a land grab. And Lahaina, the governor, I don't have the clip, but there was the clip of him saying that um, within six hours, he had the president on the line ready to issue billions for them to rebuild. Now, they were ready to issue billions to rebuild, but they only issued $2 million to the residents. And mm. the billions are to build the smart city. Lahaina is going to be a smart city. Of course it is. Yep. Yeah. And you know that they were planning to do this for the past decade. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think this uh, remember the remember the fake missile launches in Hawaii and all these other weird things that were going on in Hawaii? Oh yeah. 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 Probably just testing to see what kind of you know, throwing shit at the wall, see what stuck. Like Do you guys think they don't build these fifteen minute cities on like the edge of towns that are already developed because of like ley lines or something? Yeah. Like, well cities are where town. cities are for a reason. Yeah, yeah, all the, yeah all it's entirely stuff. possible. It has to do with the the ley lines, or as we've called them before, tree root systems. <laughs> and that's why they want to, yeah, they want to level what's here and put something else. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing is like, um, you know, in the um, this is kind of silly. Like, you know, the locals were forced to sell their land, and many tragically died in the flames. If they really did, I mean, a lot of people are missing. It's possible that they really did kill these people. You know, they're like they don't. Have, we always say they don't have to kill people, but they also have no qualms in doing it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they yeah. they want to kill people because of the blood sacrifice. Well, would, yeah, and the more and the more real people you kill, the more real everything seems. Yeah, and like power, right. their sorcery increases because of it. Also that. Sure, but also when they pull off a massive illusion, like a nine eleven, where nobody died. Yeah. You know. Um, hey, I saw that guy from the tarot card fall out of that building. Right, exactly in the same position. <laughs> no, but we saw the video of the black guy that disappeared. Remember him from Tower from Building 7? Yes, there was a passport. That survived that massive fire. How could you say that? Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. But I'm saying, I'm talking about. <laughs> Sorry. We're going as far as like, no way he died. I got somebody looking up um, Simon Shack today at work. Nice. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, well, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. I'm like, oh, are you? He's like, yeah, I know you kind of like him too. I was like, well, you know, I mean, I don't like to be the conspiracy guy at work, but whatever. <laughs> and so we started talking and I told him about Miles Mathis. And um, because he mentioned two things, I was like, there you go, dude, you got to read this and you got to read this. And um, I almost, I almost like, I almost slipped up and gave him like, a, no, I wasn't going to do that though. Like he could have eventually found a way to the paranormies. I didn't want to do that just yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> it's you don't want to like a oh, reverse. But, but, uh, but sep- yeah, but September clues. I got him into September clues. I'm like, you got to watch because he's like, well, loose change was really what got me started on this whole thing. I was like, you too, me too. Not really, but you know, so we, we did, we did the bonding over loose change. And uh, now I got him looking at uh, September clues. So, cause he's like, the, the airplane thing just seems kind of fake. So I think, I think normies are starting to wake up to a lot of this stuff. Like to, you know, the fact that everything could be fake. Yeah. But they still are like, they bind to certain lies that are mm-hmm. so 
crucial to their identity, right? Yeah. Like lots about like, oh, I played so much World War II, Call of Duty. Like I, I just know that that was real, and I, I love space and Star Trek. So awesome. no way NASA's lying. Dude, space, space is probably the hardest thing. Yeah. Aside from aside from the most obvious JQ, whatever, uh, space is probably the hardest thing to get people on board with uh, leaving behind. One but, of know, two. The hard, the second hardest is the tranny pill. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. That um, that is the hardest, and and in, in terms of normie reality, that is the most out there thing. Yeah. Oh, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> Every day I find new ones, just like when, when I'm trying to just kind of like detox from this world of vast knowledge we live in. <laughs> and, you know, you even watch like a TV show or someone do like I'm watching kitchen nightmares with my wife. And some of those, I'm just like, that's a, that's a guy. That is a guy, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like, but you know what, absolutely. on this topic, it's a good spot for me to interject a bit. I, so the directed energy weapon thing, uh, I was talking with Rhino, if you know that channel. We do telegram. We love Rhino. Yeah. I love Rhino too. He's a buddy of mine. And uh, anyway, we were talking about how we think that directed energy weapons exist, just not in the realm of the capabilities that they tell us they have, right? Like they're kind of like emaciated and weak, uh, just like how nukes are very, very real, right? Just how space is very, very real. Like the only real massively destructive weapon out there is the media's ability to create a public opinion around something and then make us all believe some fearful thing that's going to destroy us all. And that's kind of how I feel a lot about this stuff. Like there, there was a lot of high winds there. I'm sure that they, well, they do control the weather. I'm that's aware of the this. thing. That's what I'm saying happened. It was more of a directed weather coordination thing. If they, if yeah, anything. with a few like smart, well, smart, a few arsonists who are well-trained mm -hmm. in what they're mm -hmm. doing. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's that's kind of what it felt like to me, but like, I don't know. So even some of those videos you see of like the guy who's like ex army veteran escaping Maui while it's on fire. And it's like, things are on fire like crazy. And he's standing like two feet away from a blaze. I'm like, wouldn't your phone be melting right now? Dude, I've Is burned trash video? on many an occasion. You know what I mean? Burned brush and that kind of stuff. You can yeah. only get so close to fire. <laughs> I don't know. I've been, but that's different though, man. Like fires in the bush, fire pits. That's a different kind of fire than like sure. downtown chemicals mixing into it. And like where you're, you have like a contained fire. If this mm -hmm. thing's all around you, like that's, that's what I'm saying. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like I've been close to fire, you know what I mean? Like big fire and stuff. And then it's like, that's it being surrounded completely by fire. That guy was basically. I don't know. Remember the videos of California? The guys like walking down, you know, like people walking out of there. Yeah. And yeah. There's no way that would be, there's no way that can happen. Like there's not enough oxygen. Uh, yeah, that level. the same point. Okay. You know what I mean? What's <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like there's the no way. This, yeah. This guy the died. The smoke. Mm -hmm. Right. Like there's so much, so many factors. And then at the same time, fire is one of those things that's like pretty easy to render in, uh, video now because people have been doing it so much for a very long time that there's been enough practice at it. So I don't know. Like, Once again, we don't know because everything can be AI now. It's on television. It's on the internet. Like who the hell knows? No, you, you're not in Hawaii right now. You don't know people in Hawaii right now. Now, didn't we have somebody in Hawaii? Didn't Skull post something in the chat? Yeah. Today I read that. One. Um, let me look that up real quick. Where is that? He posted it on his channel. 
Yeah, but we pro- didn't we post it on our. You reposted, yes. Yes. Why am I so aware? <laughs> just the nerd following our I'll channel. I'll be on so, Paranormal so one day. Yeah, and he gets on here and he's just like, I know all about your channel. He knows more about it than I do because I always forget <laughs> what we par- post. I always forget what we post. Okay, here it is. It's not much new. First hand Maui account from longtime friend of the channel whom I trust. Must read. Um, I was at Canapoli Beach before or from the first to the thirteenth. Before the fire ever broke out, winds ravaged the neighborhoods in Lahaina. Shingles ripped off every other house, it seemed. Winds were consistently forty miles an hour plus for two to three days. Eighty mile an hour gusts is what they said, and I believe it. At times you had to plant your feet to not blow over walking certain ways. The town is literally gone. Drove through it a few times. A local told me and my dad this at one point. I own two houses, sold one to the government a lot long ago, then they burn us out and won't let us back in. He also spoke of their plans to install that smart city that we've seen info on. So this was something locals were well aware of. They intentionally cut cell service and internet. I'm beyond convinced of this. We had service for 24 to 36 hours after the power went out. Then all of a sudden we didn't. We were trying to run people out of Lahaina and perhaps trying to fuck up all the residents in the process in the internet and cell service were, went just hours before the fire hit town. Very convenient. Another another convenient uh coincidence right um another local said the town's reservoir was bone dry and accused that of being intentional i'm not too familiar on what he meant but i'm guessing this would be emergency water to fight the fires based on how he said based on how he said it but it could be wrong there he was livid about this though and owned a couple of businesses in lahaina there was no energy weapon in my opinion there's a ton of wind it appears to be a planned fire and controlled directed fire there's no firefighting that fire hit Lahaina. They were allegedly all fighting a different one at the time. It became dangerous. Winds were changing directions with every gust, it seemed, though it had been kind of like that swirling winds for a couple of days. I remember standing on the beach, watching it burn with my dad and saying something about how it was changing direction, but not swirling. Just every gust hit you from a different way. And I wasn't thinking much of that at the time. Maybe useless info. Anyways, well, maybe not. The only other thing I'll say was police national guard bluntly told us to fly home without our stuff. When we got trapped outside of our hotel, they had people sit in cars for five plus days. Locals weren't even allowed back in till day four. You basically had to choose between a roof and a bed and cell service. And with flights changing, a lot of us got hosed because there's no cell service. Families were split up for days. Worst one I heard was the whaler resort announced on intercom. It was looking for volunteers to help locals get to South end of Island Guy volunteers did not get back to his family now. Ben separated for 36 hours when we saw him. Not sure if he made it back. We made it back catching a catamaran delivering supplies. They were happy to take us back free of charge, but I forced them to take some money for supplies. Oh, very nice. All right, this is very long. Um, As for the posts, you see about so-and-so mansion is fine. I saw plenty of nice houses. There's usually no fuel around them. Isolated mansions with rock around the property or sand. No timber, dried shrub, just the odd house stood in the lower end neighborhood. Um, the fire was burning so hot, as you see in some videos, you'd think it'd melt the ones left standing. The winds were so active that it was pretty crazy seeing the glow and flame watching from a mile away. Hmm. Yeah, one thing people don't talk about, too, is like, what if it was like a vibrational weapon? I, I'm not on the energy weapon thing, but yeah. I'm just saying, you know, well, like vibration can cause like crazy amount of heat and energy generation, like audio, right? Sure. And maybe that's like. Maybe they carried that on the storm. The storm is the cover for it, and that's what ignited all the trees and burnt down these houses. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just Spurgeon, man. Hey, I mean, there, <clears throat> there are multiple possibilities that it could be, and at this point, we have to consider multiple avenues because they have mm-hmm. so many different tools at, at their disposal. 
that's the thing. So, yeah, you know, we've seen how wildfires, we've seen um, earthquakes get started, tsunamis get started. Um, uh, what else? Volcanic eruptions or or silicon degree debris pile eruptions. Right. You know, there there are so many ways that they could do something like this. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what if Harp is actually just them like divining astrology and doing sorcery that way, and they're actually just seeing where something's going to happen, and then they they base events around where there's going to be a tidal wave and make us think they control the weather. Am I going too far for the show? No, I think that I, I think <laughs> they actually, I think they absolutely can control the weather. I mean, they they showed it on like on video with the drones over in Dubai this past summer. They yeah. showed it on video. You say? Well, I mean, no. They, well, no they, they, I know t- people that actually. Us. They actually no. They actually no. No, I know. I know people that are they're actually there. They're like, do they fucking? They, rain. they, they, they made it fucking rain. They tried dude. to control the weather. Yeah. And, and they put it work. They make no. They there. seed clouds. I mean, that's they've been doing this for years. I mean, they, I've seen the videos. Yes, but I know the guys that actually like were there in Dubai, getting rained on. And they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. But yeah, um, that does sound silly though. Yes, because we've seen the videos. Of course, we have. It's all the same. Like what? No videos are real. What's that? I'm just bugging you. No, I know. I get it. But at the same, yes, I meant that I saw videos from people that were actually there that I know personally. Um, do you know? Yes. Can you confirm that that was actually them in the video? Oh God! Don't start that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not fun anymore now that we're aware of this. No, I know, but it's like, yeah. Did your friend actually send you that video? Yes, my friend actually (laughs) sent me that video. It's like, come on, guy. (sighs) See, that makes life so fucking boring, though. (laughs) It does. It really does. It really does. does. And uh, I guess that's a good point of just like not always getting too deep into it Mm. and kind of enjoying how silly things can become. They're extremely silly. I mean, they are. And, and, you know, and they're going to do these things. They're, well, they're pulling a reset right in front of us. Like we're, we've watched it with COVID and all these other things that have happened um, with them taking the statues down and changing the language about things and changing pronouns and what, what, what terms are and, and all this. And they're, and they're doing land grabs. You know, they did that in Northern California. They did it in Canada. Now they're doing it in Hawaii. Um, I'm still not convinced that uh, this is completely to reset in the manner of them uh, resetting things as they're changing them for now. Like I, I kind of think they're doing it and this ties into the song as well too. They're, they're doing it to get people to rise up. So they create this, sense of like false liberty oh definitely everything including oliver anthony is being done yeah yeah to to foment division definitely and i don't know i just just go on i'm all right (laughs) oh i mean it's it's but it's true i mean like you know and again right If, if we don't rise up and do their little plan. Well, then they win this way. If we do rise up, they win the other that way. way. Right? Exactly. Like I said, like the stupid meme like, says, nobody's going to give you the education enough to overthrow them. Yeah, and or in the means with which to do on something. the war and games meme. Right? What's that? The only way to not to play. The only way to win is the not to play. Games. That's right. But then you don't play, and then it's like you're living on your homestead in 50 years, and you're looking out, and it's just like gray npc androgens walking around everywhere yeah but i mean it, <laughs> is it even though like you know you better hope your well doesn't dry out right? but at or that something. point if you were smart and you purchased your sword do you get to just be an adventurer at that point they took all their guns away they, they, they won't they won't let you have that much 
Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, that's the thing is like these people that are like you know from a cold dead hands. And, you know, they have that arsenal of ARs and AKs and SKSs and whatever, right? <laughs> they just drone you. They drone you in the middle of the night with a mosquito drone, dude. Shut up. They don't have to lawn Haruchi you anymore, you know? No, they don't. They don't. There's no, no Ruby Ridge necessary. Nope. At this point, too, they'll just pump up the 5G tower in your area, and if you took that good old-fashioned injection, they'll find your frequency range, crank it, and, oh, turns out he exercised. Oh, He's- man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like, bad news. That stuff is bad news. He walked up the stairs too quickly. We need to remove stairs from houses. That's right. He was gardening too fast. (laughs) Gardening's illegal. (laughs) It is in a lot of places. Yeah, it is in England. I'm sure it is. Oi, you got a license for that tomato? (laughs) We can't be having no pumpkin on your front porch, Governor. Good Lord, what are we at for time right now, actually? Oh, oh man, we're like 15 minutes into what we should have normally had a break. Um, yeah, this is going to be... All right, we're going to play Greg's song real quick. This this is... I'm going to preface this. This isn't like really my songs. Like I just wrote this on the way home today. Do you want me to not play it? Oh, play it, man. I don't know. I think it, I wrote it about the Oliver Anthony thing because I've been seeing so many people post about it and they're so diehard about it's real or it's fake and or the spurging about how art in general is stupid and nobody should do it and it's just dumb like i think that that's a really dumb point i don't know if you guys have seen that stuff going on Mm. just being like all music is stupid right you should only work out it's like well if you have no culture what are you working out to preserve right so i don't know that that was making me very burnt out on the internet All right. but anyway so do you guys want to just do a real quick quick break and then come back since we're already 15 minutes in or do you want to do like a full break what because your song say, is say that again your song is two minutes basically two minutes long we normally play like a five or six minute song during the break so you guys just want to do a quick break real quick and come back and finish or do you want to do like a five i can play a second song after that doesn't matter to me i'm gonna go either way Reinhardt, jack uh, let's do five minutes. All right. I got to find a second song. All right. Yeah. Cool. I just need a smoke. That's All right. it. All right. Here we go. Five minutes. Probably with seven minutes now, you guys. <laughs> we'll be All back. Right. Damn, my friends have been sobbed again. They got them believing in a system while they're going online saying they resist them but they pull them back in with some hollow hope that a guy like them can get a little more rope before the line runs out and the new cinches in look he's top of the charts we're back again but the truth of it is they specifically picked him he's a perfect candidate to get you to believe in a world that you will never be let in but try 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 and spend 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 do everything right it's only a matter of time before you work your way off the welfare line well damn my friends have been sobbed again now i ain't got nothing against a red-haired man who shares the gospel hell i'd shake his hand if i had the chance 
then again they'd never let that happen cause I'm not a friend of the people who work at Big Con Inc. And I won't use the avenues that make you think that you got to use to make your way. And selling your soul, it ain't worth the pay. So go on and worship your iTunes charts. Go on and pretend you forget the part that the people who put songs on a list hate you and they don't want you to exist. Damn, my friends have been sopped again. Maybe if I went out in the pines and recorded a song about these hard times with a multi-million dollar deal on the line and John Howerton was a friend of mine well maybe you'd care but I wouldn't bet on it cause it ain't convenient for you to bet on a guy like me cause I'll never be in a positive news story or on your TV and I thank God for blessing me with the ability to see but damn my friends have been sobbed again.
All right, everybody, we are back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I'm still Johnny with Reinhardt, Jack, Greg Arcade, and Fash Gordon. Um, did everybody else come back? Hello. Hello. Yep. What's up? All right. Jack will probably be a few minutes late. He's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> so that was that last one was a Bloodhound Gang. Uh, my dad says that's for pussies. I hadn't heard that in a long time. So. That reminds me of high I don't school. think I've ever heard that. Oh, it's totally yeah. That's that's early aughts. So, was that high school for you? Early aughts? No. No, I thought that was wasn't that nineties? Am I crazy? Was that early, early aughts? Was high school for me, Johnny? So like okay. class of okay. two thousand four. <laughs> hey, me too, man. So I guess that was early aughts. Shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was like two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. yeah. Sounds about right, right? Yeah, that's, odds, I was like, dude, that, see, now you know you're getting old. That's how you know that. That's how you know you're getting old. As soon as you're like, that doesn't seem like it was that long ago. You're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, that was 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yup. When, you, like, when you're like, oh, my God, I've known my best friend for 40 years. That's weird. Like, <laughs> Nobody's known their best friend for 40 years. Sure what would happen? They don't know him anymore. That's, I mean, even, even <laughs> if you did have a best friend at the time, yeah, that, that was most likely shattered. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can still hit him up. Like we don't talk very often, but I can still like if if I was ever where he lives, I can just call him up and be like, "What's up, dude?" And we oh, well, like, like I think nothing ever happened. Probably, and, like nothing ever changed. It's weird. Everybody retained at least one person. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, I got one. I have, I I have a couple internet friends. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a like I haven't spoken to any of my like old friends in a very long time. Cause I don't do social media, social media. I only do telegram. That's like schizo social media. Right. Yeah. They're all scared of it. That's all I do too. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, I've got, I've, actually I've got my, my high school best friend that he, he, he was against all the COVID stuff and everything. I hadn't seen him in like four or five years. And then it's one of those guys. Like I, I text him when I'm in town and we just hang out like nothing has changed. So yeah, that's like true. once every couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the way it's supposed to be. I and actually have friends that are getting on Telegram, like normally friends, so I have to block them because I have their phone numbers, and then be like, "Yeah, I'm not. I've never heard of that app before." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I do the same thing. I get all the time. This person from your contacts is joined. Like block block. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian Intelligence Service, like CSIS, was after some of my buddies on here on Telegram, and <laughs> uh, like they visited all of us, right? Because we're all terrorists. And anyway, they're so smart that. They use their phone numbers to log on as fake accounts on Telegram, but they don't realize it tells you when one of your contacts is logged in and people are saving their numbers in their phone. So these intelligence service people didn't realize everyone's like, we know you're a fed. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Trying to infiltrate groups. <laughs> Pretty funny stuff. Mm. Wait, 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 wait. They came the, to your house? Like, why? For like anti-COVID uh, I had shit? one lady who kind of came undercover to mine uh, from what I surmised, like, I took pictures of her and everything, but there's literally people. Yeah. There's video of them going to people's houses, interviewing them, asking them questions. One guy photoshopped his face onto a guy from a movie and they came <laughs> like his house to be like, what's with the guns? You know, and it's like, well, he's, he's a legal yeah. firearm owner, but also they're like, yeah, he's like trading as a militia in the forest, which is very illegal. And they're like, this is from a movie. This is yeah. from Rambo, like Third Blood, or some shit. Yeah, like, this, this is, like, this is <laughs> one stuff, and you guys are messing it up. Do you understand <laughs> how similar to Sam Hyde this is? Hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what it is, man. It's 
like face swapping. Hmm. <laughs> but that's that's the state of like what's going on up here. It's that's why I think that it is kind of like just the NPC meme is very real, and maybe we are in this weird video game that keeps trying to give us side quests because. Well, who is that stupid? <laughs> have you seen the video of the woman who encountered an NPC in real life? Like, Which one was that? It's, she was, I don't know if she was in New York or whatever. It might just be crazy people on the subway, but there was somebody in like a oh, phone guy booth. talking with, in the phone booth. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I want to see this. I haven't seen this. This is so weird. I don't know. But then you have the videos that um, Jason from Archaics sent us a couple of clips that his buddy, Big John had seen. And it's going around a bit about the NPCs in the video games that are like, can you help me find my family? Like, yeah, um, yeah and they're stuck. Like, there's humans stuck inside the NPCs in a video game. Did somebody look into that guy who's trying to find his, like, wife and kids? Right. That's what that's what was going on. There's the guy who was trying to find Yeah, his he's like, I'm from Oakland, Canada or something. Yeah. I need to find Wait, What's this? This is in a game? Yeah, it's the new GTA, like Grand Theft Auto or something. They put oh. AI into mm-hmm. the NPCs, so they'll actually adapt to how you speak to them through the microphone and oh, wow. change like their tonality and stuff too. Like if you sound angry, you're threatening them, they'll change according to that. Right. But there's yeah. all these like creepy messages coming through on them. And, and the one's it's, like, it's really one weird. Guy was going around, oh, sorry, man, but I'm going to say it anyway. I'm on the show. I'm taking the spotlight. Uh, one was talking to one of them trying to explain you're an NPC in a video game. And the NPC's like, what? That's very troubling. Like, <laughs> right. Oh, it's weird, man. And yeah, so they there could be what what they're what they're thinking is there could be people's consciousness being uploaded into these games now. I mean, we've heard we've we've heard it talked about before, but uh, what if they're already doing this? I think they've already been doing it for a long time. Well, they, they did say they, that people are revelation um, of the method during that that Captain America movie, right? I, when, I, uh, the, yeah, that's the, I didn't see that. Where that movie Free Guy, Free Guy, well, he uploaded. Oh, okay. Yeah, Free Guy was one that was supposed to be like that, I guess. Well, you- essentially what they did in that movie was the evil Nazi scientist uploaded his brain to some giant computer system, right? Ah. Yes. Yeah, and yes, so... Yes, the short... Uh, what's his name? Toby Toby something. Toby Jones. Short yeah. evil Nazi scientist became evil computer Hydra. And it was all like... <laughs> all these like IBM 386s or something... You know, yes. like, <laughs> oh, I was like a bunch of old 1980s Andy. computers. Yeah, but oh, I think it was even earlier than that, right? Because it's supposed to be set in like World War II or something. But oh, was, like the uh, big with the real to real stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll find a vacuum. Yeah, it was all like a, that's a room pre, of gigantic pre three eighty six. Dude, that's like yeah, that's like that's pre three eighty six. Three eighty six is like nineteen ninety. One hundred twenty eight yeah. kilobytes is all you'll ever need. Oh god. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy how these AIs are being introduced into video games. Um and the possibility the possibility of uploading your consciousness and the revelation of the method of that being done. I mean, there's been television shows and movies and all kinds of stuff about this for a long time. You got Altered Carbon where they, you know, you can just you can just jack your consciousness into another into another uh skin basically. Yeah, that's basically show. what they're doing with video games, like Fortnite, it's all skins. Right, it's you, but it's a new skin. Yeah, you just reskin. Or the the TikTok filters that make you older with time, so that even if you pass away, you can continue to exist on the internet. Ah, like ah, as I scream into the void. 
Yeah, Sorry. that's pretty fucked up. They're doing a thing now where they can take your your voice. Yeah, they can take your voice and your picture and make a digital you so your loved ones can continue to grow old with you digitally. And apparently they don't need a lot mm, of you. Not much. They need like like 0.3 seconds of you talking or something. That's it? Like no, it's, come on. It's got to be like three seconds, I'm pretty sure. It's got to be more need, than that. I mean, because you get... I don't you, think so. No, they probably make it, you say like a your tonality point. off probably, like a synthesized version of your voice, right? So mm -hmm. if, if I want to take a synthesized audio sample and then make like a whole bunch of stuff on a keyboard, right? Like you could just say one word and press different keys and it'll go to the different keys, no problem. And so now what's the difference between that and taking that and like using some type of like wave generator to change the form of that. And now you can change it into different vowel shapes. Like for sure they have that tech. That's super easy to do. I can do that on my Casio keyboard, you know, like, <laughs> okay. They I can believe do you. it. <laughs> I believe. No, I know. They, yeah. So it's probably something they can easily do. Um, I'm highly autistic. My parents gave me the most vaccines as a child. That'll happen in Canada. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, I'm, I'm pretty good. But yeah. Uh, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about me. They created their own problem. Now they have to live with me. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Canada that's trapped in here with me. Right. Exactly. Is the Canada is the Canada in the room with us right now? Uh, no. Okay. Because it does. <laughs> okay, good. Well, wait a minute. Canada exists. America's little brother exists. You know what? Uh, I've got a buddy who's been going off on this for a bit. I've been to Canada. Up. I know it exists. Not like that. Oh, okay. We know it exists, but like Canada itself was a psyop to essentially destroy the collective cultures of people across this place. Right? Oh, like, for sure. Essentially indenturing people to this to awful form of government to corporations right canada's like is in canada like basically like owned by like eight families it's yeah it's a corporation within a corporation everything mm -hmm. that you start is a corporation once you learn that taxation is actually pretty easy up here because you never have to pay tax because you just be like oh well everything is an expense for this or that and you know if you're actually going to do your taxes you don't have to pay tax but most people don't people take the convenient way out and then end up taking it up the butt because it's yeah. also the Canadian way, <laughs> which is the Canadian that's, way. That's sodomy absolutely. in all the Western Hemisphere. That's right. <laughs> A hive of villainy and filth. You'll not. What was the line that Obi Wan said? You'll never find a more wretched hive, hive of scum and villainy. villainy. That's right. But that's like okay. So, but that's pretty true. Uh, a lot of the people who they sent to Canada first, you know, like through the Crown, they were these big awful. <laughs> kind of like mercenaries who were prisoners like you know the the story the japanese said the marines were all all insane asylum and prisoners right well that's kind of what they sent to canada it was that or jail so they sent them here to like do the fur trade and stuff and yes, that is the history that is what they tell you in the books yeah that's what they tell us in the books so it's probably not real but right. uh anyway <laughs> <laughs> right no if, they, if that's what they're teaching you guys in school it's definitely not true well that's not what they taught us in school right oh. you gotta look you got to look into that stuff and kind of realize it. Oh, what did they like, teach you guys in school? Oh, uh, pretty much everything that you never needed to know in mm -hmm. your entire life. Mm -hmm. Like world like, history, I kid you not, was like a month of grade 12 and everything else was like, did you know that this Aboriginal tribe created wigwam structures? So for three weeks, we'll talk about those. 
And it's like, well, shouldn't we learn about like other history? Like, you know, maybe the wars or something. Oh yeah. Nazis oh. back. Let's just move on. Like, Let me tell you something, man. We, I grew up when there were still a lot of World War II vets around and we never learned anything from them. All we did is hear about the Holocaust and like the red tails or whatever. Holocaust, Holocaust and uh, Tuskegee what? Airmen. I never Those heard. Yeah, I skipped, never heard. Skipped right over. Did like two months of uh, of America's involvement in World War One in like two days, and that was it. Dude, I got right onto the Holocaust. I got none they don't want to give you information because then you'll go at some point. Like, wait a minute, this isn't adding up. Mm. No, nope. like that's that's what it is. It's just well, indoctrination after indoctrination. The thing about Canada it- uh, had. Oh, sorry, man. I didn't mean to cut you off. You go. I was going to say the thing about, yeah, well, the thing about history is it's meant, it's meant to be boring. It's meant to be uninformative. Uh, you're meant to not like it. So you're meant to not look into things because it's meant they make it that way. You know? Yeah. Um, and again, I, I got none of that. Reinhardt, you got a little bit of World War One. Holy shit, dude. Like we got, I, I got zero yeah. World War One. Like it happened. See, I think we, I think it was, I think we were informed that it had occurred was in, uh, was in our world history class. As a kid, though, I was really excited about learning about that kind of stuff and learning about, like, mm. you know, Napoleon, things like that. Like, my parents uh, came from Poland, mm. right? So they gave me a lot of, like, rich European uh, stuff to, like, look into and culture and all that, right? And so uh, learning about that stuff was all done on my own. And you can kind of tell, like, back to the the Star Wars joke, the den of villainy, like, the Canadians who are like based may i use the word uh you know like people who are like cool they they're ultra cool and then the vast majority of people are just like really not interesting mm. yeah it's, it's i have really noticed weird. that about canadians yeah but like when you find cool ones it's awesome and like so like a lot of the friends i've made on the internet is period uh they're really cool people who do really cool stuff and yep i don't know I, yeah, I but they seem to like be few and far guys, between, right? though. It seems to be like, unfortunately, they seems to be few and far between. That's but, because that's because people are like in different categories, and the NPC people just populate the the the. You know how like there's bugs and birds and stuff flying in the pasture. That's sure. kind of how I've come to think about these people who don't participate in thought and rationality, right? Like <laughs> you have the cool people, and we're all spaced out, like. Pioneer times, you know, it would take me 12 days to drive a car to see my buddy on the East coast. Yeah. And that would be the same thing back then. That's how like spaced out people were by horseback and stuff. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just kind of think of it like that. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm no very tangents. Yes. I noticed. Um, so <laughs> where, yeah, what, was, what the hell were we talking about? Well, we were talking about Maui. And yeah, we, no, we we, we, we had started. That. Yeah, we had started something. Oh, um, the AI in the video games and stuff. Oh yeah, the AI in the video games. Yes, the Ghost in the Shell. Um, before before we do that, I want to show everybody this on the stream. No, not that. There we go. We, yes, we broke another milestone: twenty six thousand subscribers. Nice, nice. On the old telegrams on this the schizo platform, not bad, not bad for um for being, you know, such uh, a niche podcast as we are in channel, internet micro celebs. Yeah, we're having our. Well, we're still beyond micro celebs, man. Come I don't know if we're having. I don't know if we're having an internet micro celeb beef with with Black Pill, 
but uh, <laughs> or if he's just ignoring me like a faggot. But uh, th- that face went too. Inte- that face went too intelligent. You know, he's so intelligent. Yeah. 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 But yeah, twenty six thousand subs on that was this morning. Sweet. That's awesome. Nice. Yes. Thank you, everybody. I think that's awesome. I uh, never thought that. Like, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's whatever. It's Telegram. Like, Ghost Ezra has a million or some shit. Oh. Right. Um. Yeah, but I don't even believe that stuff, man. You can buy Telegram subs. Sure, and that's what everybody thinks that we do. I Um, don't think a twenty-six thousand member channel would do that. Like, I I when you see those like David Avocado Wolf and like those just massive channels. Yeah, I don't. I don't have. You can buy. You can buy subs. You can buy subs. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody, somebody, check that out real quick. How much are they? <laughs> that's Telegram one cheap to trying to establish that's way too much. Shh, that's way too much. Is it really funny? We don't have well, that kind of donations, but we'd like to thank. Um, by the way, we did get earlier. We got a donation. A uh, donation this morning. This morning. This 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 stream. We got uh, Ben gifted the cookie. Um. Also, we got a fifteen dollar donation over on the uh, in the email from MB. Thank you very much, sir. Much appreciative. Much appreciated. Not much. We are appreciative. Good Lord. I can't even speak. Anyways, it was trading companies. That's right. It was it was eight trading companies in uh in Canada that they basically split it up into fishing, fur, sugar, paper. I forgot what it was, but it's like eight industries, and that was basically what Canada was broken up into. Yeah, buy and, right. and ruled dairy's by one. yeah dairy's one yeah i forgot what it was but yeah thank you ben um for that ben ben popped that in the pilled chat uh and we're still over here we're still live over on uh d live and odyssey i don't see who's popping over here no revelations is actually in the chat over on d live and a few people in the chat on odyssey hi guys uh, somebody said Jim Crow said he could totally see a huge rise in Judeo Christianity because of this song, and this guy probably maybe Jason from Archaics is right about an upcoming Judo Judeo Christian Reich that will take us further right than ever been seen, resulting in the eventual destruction of the United States. World War Three, Tikkun Olam kind of shit. Hmm? Isn't that one of the the precursors to the prophecy of like end times that like the the West is going to break up into nation states. Well, I mean, well, are, are you talking about the, uh, the feet of iron and clay out of Daniel? I'm not sure at this point. I'm so I'm, I've pondered too many orbs this evening, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that might be where you're thinking of. I don't, I'm yeah. not entirely sure. Easy with the orb uh, pondering, but uh, yes. I went too far. <laughs> I flew a little too close to the sun, too, too close to the sun. Um, which is not as far as they say. No, it's definitely not ninety-three million <laughs> miles. But you know what has, dude? You know what? Check this out. Former Pfizer VP Dr. Michael Yeadon says he doesn't believe the COVID virus ever existed. <laughs> oh, sorry yeah. about all those vaccines that you got. Oh, well, you had a heart attack and got some weird cancers. Oh, I'm sorry about yep. that. So let me get this straight, according to the architect, the Mark architect on Twitter. 
So let me get this straight. The vaccinated are now upset that the people are predicting their demise, just like they did to the unvaccinated during COVID. Funny how that works. Hmm. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, the the vaccinated are pretty sad right now because, you know, it's hard to not be vengeful, and I'm trying not. It to. is. It is. But look at but this. Like sometimes you gotta laugh. I don't know. You do. A leading Irish cardiac surgeon and Bray Wheelers member dies suddenly during a cycling trip in France. Simon McGowan. 12-year-old. This kid, Stephen, who died suddenly in Scotland. He was a soccer player, I want to say. Selfless rugby captain, 15 years old, died suddenly. This was August 3rd. Uh, Sky News, this is Canada. Uh, I don't know where. There's been tons up here, man. Yep. Doctors falling down. Uh, yep. Young man dies suddenly after running upstairs. Liverpool. This is just this week. I mean, these are just from this. These are like major ones that is week. That was the joke I was making earlier. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which joke you, you've made? Running up the stairs. Oh, the running up the stairs. That's the one up the stairs one. Okay, yeah. So this was yeah. from a couple of days ago. But uh, hockey player died Sunday suddenly. These are all. These are mostly these are athletes. You know, these uh, look like a lot of Canadian publications. Yeah. Too. Teen who died suddenly as a proud church member, JROTC cadet. I mean, these are all these are all athletes. And that's the Joe Biden thing. Athletes I, dying suddenly. Did you see that thing about the kids who were in the trial? There was 30, 33 kids, of course. In and the only trial? Five. Which trial? There's so Okay, hold on. I'll see if I can find... I saw someone tweet about this today. I'll see if I can find it right now. By the way, for those of you guys who are wondering, this is Greg Arcade right here. Greg, Greg, Greg I'll send you... Uh, <laughs> one of the, the rabbit holes I, I think he'd like to go down is that smiley face killers one. We have to do a show on that one of these days. Yeah, we're gonna. You, we've talked about doing a show about that. Um, just add me on Telegram, man. I love that. Yes, I love looking at stuff. I love orbs to ponder. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the the stuff that's going on now with the died suddenly. Um, you've got you know LeBron James's kid. You know Bronny James just had went into cardiac arrest. Nineteen years old. You have all kinds of other athletes. Uh, collapsing. I thought I had more screenshots, but I guess I don't. So let's scroll through these. Here, I sent you that screenshot. Um, um, here we go. Jeremy. Liam Middleston. Milden, Liam Mildenstein. I don't know if that's the correct way to say it. But uh, he was on his way to Provo from Miami for a vacation when he got the call and began reading aloud his missionary statement for the church. He was reading his, revealing his first mission for the LDS church. And uh, I was going to be to Japan. And all of a sudden, the young man collapsed backwards onto the floor and he had no pulse. 19 year old Mormon kid. There he is making ice cream barefoot. Look that, at that kid really hated Japanese people. Yep. Uh, Liberty <laughs> University freshman Taj Boyd dies suddenly, 19 years old, about to be in his first year at a college in Liberty College in Virginia. I mean, he's a, you know. <laughs> Whatever athlete died suddenly. 20-year-old New Mexico State soccer player. Uh, 20 years old. It was earlier in July, but still. These are athletes, you know, these these are athletes that are dying suddenly. You know, you guys, I don't know what's going on with that. What do you guys think is going on with that? Do you think that's like a um 
And here we go. Oh, yes. It's got to be climate change, right? Climate change. Basketball players suffer the highest rate of sudden cardiac death. This is, yeah, this is interesting. Um, Male basketball players are the most likely athletes to suffer sudden cardiac death. Blah, blah, blah. When When was this written? I don't know. I don't know why I even pulled this up, but uh, in better sports news, Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg beef has reached a new level of absurdity. After Zuckerberg said it was the time to move on from the proposed cage, Mac Musk said he's gonna he's gonna kill him, and they said we're on the ring, and 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 Musk said no at his house in Palo Alto. With a knife, with a knife, skin like a very skin, skin like a coat, like the South ancient African Irish tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's an ancient, it's an ancient South African tradition, right? He just went like Scottish South African. I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, so he's gonna show up at Zuck's house in Palo Alto and kick his ass. Just do it already. I'm bored. Nobody cares. Yeah. Like this, nobody you know cares. How, you know how I knew though that COVID, that the vaccine was killing people is when the fucking liberal media makes an article saying that marijuana is giving people heart attacks. That was one right. of the early excuses they made. Oh, yeah. like, There's no way that they're going to blame weed for anything unless right. they know that they're in trouble. Right, you know? right, right. And have you tried the Canadian government weed, though? It is garbage. I have not tried the Canadian I have not. Weed. The only time I've ever Canadian gotten government, government weed. weed. Wait, wait, is that, that like government awful. cheese or something? You mean the Canadian government? Or, no. They're like welfare? Yeah, so welfare like, no, so... Weed? Weed is legal up in Canada, but you have to buy it through like approved Canadian retailers, right? Like dispensaries and whatever. Right. Yeah. And then the thing is you can only buy weed that's been grown by like a certified company. But a lot of these companies, like there's a big difference. I, I used to occasionally partake in the marijuana, not so much anymore, but there's a huge difference between uh smoking like some good organic stuff your friend grows and the stuff at the store it's like drinking store alcohol right like if you have a beer from the store you feel like garbage but if you make some homebrew and have it you kind of feel good so it's the same thing with the weed it's they're just putting poison in it so i could see if you're smoking that stuff like there's tons of chemicals in it like how they did with the tobacco Right. I, I occasionally partake too in the weed in the illinois stores it's the same thing they got to be government licensed and all that shit but that stuff is strong as hell. So this stuff, they don't like, do it much. So. It's a different type of strong. It's like, it's just heavy and it makes you feel hungover instantly. Whereas if you smoke like good homegrown, it's a different story altogether. Um, the, the, if okay, I smoke the stuff, hey, Johnny we'll, will get like an yes, hour. We'll get like week 60. Week. Well, no, no, Johnny will get like 60 messages from me at like three in the morning with like different links to stuff. Right. So, <laughs> that's how you know. Fuck <laughs> no i mean and i get look and i get it and and i once in a while it's not every day I'm, yeah and everybody everybody here knows that i still occasionally partake as well i'm not i'm not anti-weed i just hate weed culture like really badly yeah like I i'm in the same boat i hate everything uh, about weed culture it's kind of like it's kind of like i like tool i hate tool fans too and i understand why maynard does but i also hate maynard but i love tool Right. And you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I love watching Star Trek growing up, but I never wanted to go to a fucking convention because it's a little oh, weirdo. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, That's so. true. Yes. So, yeah, uh, I again, like like anything else, if you can't handle your stuff at all, you don't need to be doing it. So, yeah. And, and, and if anything makes you lazy and fat, then you don't need to be doing it right. either. Right. But I don't believe any of that because 
That's but this is for a whole other show. Okay. Um, so Zuck and Zuck and Musk, they're not going to fight. Right? The proposed fight is off. Okay. So I'll fight Elon Musk. Put it out there. I'll fight him. <laughs> knock knock from the Canadian. The Tesla FSD test drive. <laughs> you're trying to yeah. fight. Uh, trying to fight uh, Elon Musk. You're there. Yeah. <laughs> Have you met me? He's uh. He, <laughs> he says like he's going to take. He says he's going to. <laughs> He says he's going to uh, ask the car to drive to who's faint. Is that Zucks? Is that, this is, it must be his. It is Mark Zuckerberg's account. Yep, to his house. Yep. <laughs> what was it? Finked? F I N K D, faint. Yep. Finkelberg, all right. Zucks only got 700,000 followers. It's because oh. all of social media is fake and gay. Oh, absolutely. Uh, how many? Is, how many? Hold on. How many does Elon have? Elon has 153 million. <laughs> and Zuckerberg has 737,000. Does that sound right to you guys at all? I mean, sure, but like that exponential of a difference in the two. Zuckerberg, who owns Facebook, Musk, who is the president of a lot of things. Uh, can you look at the analytics of the growth of an account over time? I mean, sure, I but so. that's probably some autism Assuming for another right, show. Though. That's probably some autism for something else. What happened with Zuckerberg's? Like, if it if it was like seven hundred fifty thousand first day, and it just stopped there, that'd be interesting. Because what's the chance of people not following him over time over all these years? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now, as far as because... the fight goes, what I would like to see is Zuckerberg and him are in the ring fighting, like wrestling. You know. Sure. And then like neither one's really winning or maybe a third person comes in to cheat like Jeff Bezos or something. And then like from the rafters, lower down comes Tom Anderson from MySpace to save him. Arm falls off and he starts yeah. getting on with it. So here's what happened. Zuckerberg <laughs> threw in the towel after weeks of Musk not confirming a date for the cage math. Then suggesting he may need surgery and that the fight will take place in Rome without the UFC's involvement. The Italian government quickly denied that. And then Zuckerberg, who'd been training regularly and competing in jujitsu tournaments, has been adamant that the fight be professionally organized. How would be so awesome if this was like WWF? Yeah. And like Elon just comes out just drinking a beer like Stone Cold, like not fit at all. Yeah. And he just, <laughs> Zuck just turns into a dragon. Tom Anderson from the, from the rafters like Sting. So. <laughs> Yeah, so Zuck, so this is person. so this is the whole fight is off because Musk just basically kept changing the date and changing the terms of the fight, and then then it just kind of just Zuckerberg's just like fuck it, I'm out. Maybe it was never supposed to happen, and this whole thing was just uh, a bit of the um, the fake and the gay. But of course, so it's much for bit, fighting in the Roman Coliseum, right? But yeah, that was right fighting <laughs> in the Coliseum. Maybe awesome, but no. But it would be these two fucking dweebs, though, dude. Like, yeah. you think you think that would That's be a worthy better, fight? Man. Yeah, it does make it better, but it's also like so <laughs> absurd that like, first of all, that we think that that's like an ancient Roman thing. It's what not. if they're just slap fighting? That would be the greatest. Have you speaking of slap fighting? Have slap you seen you. slap fights at the, like the professional? Well, slap yeah, fighting? I don't mean like slap fights. I mean like if they're slapping each other, right? Like, like bitches, yes, like the yes. Yeah. I'm gonna slap <laughs> you like that. Like yeah. with the whole yeah, I get Lispy. it. I get it. Yeah, but um. But no, but for real, have you seen the slapping things? Yes. That is, there's absolutely no way I would ever participate in anything like that where you're just, just open, clean shot, across open, the face. clean, <laughs> open handed now. 
Dude, mm-hmm. have you met Samoans? Like, the, you know what I mean? They, Samoans come in two sizes, small and gigantic, right? And and their hands are always, like, huge. And, like, they're, like, giant pieces of, of like, like a side of beef, right? It's like buying a pack of Smokies. Right. right, And just, just like, <laughs> it's like with, tying it to a baseball bat and then just hitting somebody in the chin with it, right? Like, I've seen so many slaps. And these dudes are, like, this open hand right across the jaw. And that's the button. That is officially where the button resides for like a good 60% of the population, right? When they say he got hit on the button, yeah. and that's the button, that's the power button, that's when you makes you go to sleep. Yeah, dude, I've seen some, these people have to have brain damage after so many slaps. For sure. Like, I don't, but now I want to see Elon and Zuckerberg go for a slap I, fight. I would like to, yeah. but then I think that Elon would slap Zuckerberg's uh, face mask off and the reptilian face would be exposed. <laughs> reptilian or android because i kind of think they're both androids at this point um the whatever's whatever's doing zuck now has the has a whole new body kit done to it because zuck is in pretty good shape um this this zuck is in good shape elon's just got a bunch of different elons yeah there's like nine of them right something like that there's short fat elon there's uh i forgot this hasn't even been on the whole time um there's short fat elon there's 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 um barrel shaped elon there's well, super there's, communist elon there's yes. fashy eon well, well he yeah, looks just he looks just asian enough that it's probably easy to find a replacement you know a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. little bit of plastic surgery and that's it yeah like whichever one is in charge of the phone that day that's who's tweeting well then you've got the one no i mean just think about this for a guy who is the president of like what like seven corporations six corporations the ceo or whatever of six corporations manages to like somehow get to raves every night and still manage to do big things on the world stage in the news or you know spacex or tesla or whatever right like is this guy? He has to have clones. Otherwise, there's no there's no physical way that one human being can be doing what Elon does. It's just physically impossible. I don't believe that. Without like insane amounts of meth and coke. Yeah, in which case he would be dead. Would have a heart attack at and this die point, he'd before. Be dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, but if there suddenly. was one Elon at one point, to me it seems like he's at the point where he could have several more Elons already. It was the PayPal Elon, the bald Elon. Yes. Yeah, that was first Elon, and then he's like, "Wow, I don't have enough time. I'll make a bunch of androids of myself," and he put his consciousness in them. Uh, well, we just figured it out, boys. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not averse to that, but I'm also not saying it's true. Oh, it's true. That's 100 percent right there. <laughs> well, they don't have to be. They don't have to be androids. You know, and clones are a thing. Okay. How long have clones, how long right. have clones have been a thing? I mean, John D was talking about clones, so long time, I think. Homunculi, clones. This tea is really good, by the way. I don't know if you guys caught me getting Which a sip tea? there. Which tea is it? Um, it's again, it's the um, Stash brand. Uh, it is oh. a lemon ginger and an Earl Grey with extra bergamot. Nice. Yes. Ginseng? I don't want to get hopped up. No, no Ooh, ginseng. That sounds good. No, ginger. <laughs> no ginseng. I don't do ginseng. Hey, it's quote, nighttime. Man. It's nighttime. Jasmine um, at night. Lavender. Anyways. Um, I prefer night. Melissa. Actually, lemon balm at night. What? What? Is this a weed thing? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. 
You know what lemon bomb is? I know what lemon bomb. Do I? I don't know. Lemon bomb. I only like know a, the the alcohol or... version of a lemon bomb. That's no, a lemon not drop. That. Like lem- lemon bomb, also known as like Melissa. It's like a green flowery plant. Huh. Um, oh. it? And it's it's nice. It's like lightly minty, but pretty much like lemon flavor. It's a nice tea. Yeah, really nice, nice tea. If you grow it yourself, or you can buy it too here. Okay, I have I'll to check that out. Never heard of it. Oh. But yes, um, this tea is very, very good. Caffeine free. It's late. Um, moving on. <laughs> what were we saying before we got into the tea? We're talking about Elon and Zuck. It's over with. Uh, oh yeah, these guys. Oh yeah, one more thing that makes the paradise that makes the Hawaii fire right. This is fake and gay. Melissa Crick. Uh, sending love and support from Paradise, California. To quick surprise, a woman wrote back, she knew Paradise. Small northern California city in the Sierra Nevada foothills that was mostly destroyed by wildfire in 2018. The woman told Crick to support, her support meant a lot to her. There's a very heavy moment, Crick told the Associated Press. This woman, I guess, lost everything in Paradise, and now they're reliving their grief as they lose everything in Hawaii. It was her. She did it. Mm. <laughs> she's the one so yeah Pam Gray a Rotary Club member who lost her home in 2018 and now she lives in Hawaii and they're losing her home in Hawaii this reminds me of the woman whose son was in like two uh, Wayne L. Sexton right John, that'd be George Floyd's fourth grade teacher who had a son yeah. who had a son who died at Pulse, and then had another son who died. Was that another thing? Remember that? Or the uh, fucking girl crying on the phone, right? Like Sandy Hook, and yeah, eight other, eight other gay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All of these things. All right, they're just scream gay, fake and gay. So they have this one. They have they have the police chief. We have the police chief who's doing both, and um, we have you have this woman who was who was in the Paradise Fire and also here. That's just odd, you know. It's like um, there were the people that were at the uh, the Vegas shooting that were then at the California Garlic Festival shooting. You guys remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like it's just so odd yeah. how they always have these people, and these people are always interview. Man, I was at this other shooting too. Okay, that's a crisis actor. I mean, there's it's on the news. That's a crisis actor. Shouldn't even be statistically possible and they're yet. Like, they're like, but Johnny, you were on the news once. I was like, yeah, but I they I you they like eight words of mine they interviewed me for like two and a half minutes and they use like eight words yeah but you weren't at like several different mass shootings no i was it was that none of those things once it was that none of those things yeah the end of that Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know it was right oh it was part of my doxing too it was fun yeah doxing at the end of the day doesn't matter no well it does but it doesn't it does i'm trying not to get doxed so (laughs) It it depends completely from person to person. Yes. Anyways, yeah. like there's um, yeah. Yes. Listen, anyway. pal. If anyone's gonna dox me, it's gonna be me. That's right. Wait uh-huh. a second. Um, Speaking of doxing, I'm yes. gonna go ahead and release the gold <laughs> pill scratch offs. Yes. Yeah. Do the gold pill scratch offs, please, Reinhardt. Thank you. <laughs> so the Hawaii fires. Uh, Got to agree with Devin Stack. They don't have to be. They don't have to be directed energy weapons even though we have this directed energy weapon compilation from maui it is a 33 of course it is a 33 minute video 
that I had, did not Actually. have a chance to watch because Dogbot posted it about 25 minutes before the show. And I did not get a chance to watch it, but I will watch it. Um, Just at, watch it now together. Right at, no, dude. The show's over. The show's <laughs> over in like literally like one minute. I know. Um, Finally. I know, right? Uh, <laughs> but speaking of that, yes, we have um, a great content show coming up for you this weekend. Uh, Jacket. Finally, we finally get to post it. So, nice. Yes. So that'll be up. We're going to take a trip, a long trip away. Uh, that'll be up and then we'll be back next week for another one of these. Uh, we got a bunch of content coming up for you over the weekend shows or the next couple of weekend shows. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Greg arcade. Tell us a little bit about where people can find you, your music and other stuff. Oh, Hey man. Thanks. Um, Hi, I'm Greg Arcade. You can go to gregarcade.com. That's G-R-E-G-A-R-C-A-D-E.com. If you go there, there's like contact uh, page you can click on. And it'll take you to my Telegram. I've also got like Twitter, Gab. I mainly shit post on these platforms that aren't Telegram. Telegrams are the good contents at. Uh, I do everything. Like I don't put my music on Spotify for streaming or Apple Music for streaming because that's all super fake and gay. Those people hate us. So if you want, you just go to my site and you can just support me directly. But I have tons of free content up there too. Like just this past Friday, I did a cover of Damn It and Santeria just for fun. Nice. And uh, that's up there for free. It's just called like Neon 90s Mixtape. So you just click and download if you want. And if you want to support me, I've got a new record coming out called Soundtrack to the Collapse. That name actually came from my buddy Saxon Rockwell. So uh, All right. That I was writing the songs of the soundtrack to the collapse, and I was like, "That's a cool album name." So I'll go with it, and that'll be out September first. If you buy it now, it's on pre-sale. Um, I got a YouTube. There's some content up there too. Sometimes I just post stuff that I don't even put on Telegram up there. Like it'll just be like a cover or something I put together. I play all the instruments on my songs. I produce it all here in my home studio. Uh, I release it all. I do all the artwork. I do the web coding. Uh, the only thing that I kind of borrow from the system at this point, other than the internet, is using uh striped process my payments but everything else i try to do independent away from the system because that's what i as much as i can right like i'm not oblivious to the fact that i still have to utilize it but um i'm not i'm not out there using uh big con media press releases to get all <laughs> over the internet like mr oliver anthony but right you know whatever that's what it is uh my tunes are a good mix of stuff uh a lot of people say it's like, oh, you go a cowboy hat, you play country. Most people who listen to my stuff say they hate country, but they like my things because it's kind of different, mm-hmm. I guess. I like your I've, music. Thanks, man. Yeah. In the old, like, fake and gay, you know, like, I opened for, like, bands like Lone Star and stuff. Right on. And, uh, I'm amazed. Or something like that. That was a big <laughs> 90s band. But uh, now I just don't really play or anything. Like, I did one in April uh, for the Coots 4. They're, like, political prisoners up in Canada mm-hmm. they're still in remand which is like pre-jail processing over 500 days at this point wow so they're like uh, in pre-jail jail that sucks yeah it's ridiculous and there's like no no evidence has been presented against them really wow either. it's almost like they're they're are they white uh, oh yeah, yeah big well, time yeah um but anyway I have a video up about that well I mentioned it called letters of hope or letter of hope if you go watch it on my YouTube I actually read a letter one of the guys wrote me from jail Um, he made me a dream catcher from like strands of his bed sheet that he like ripped off and stole things like that. And so it's pretty kind of heartbreaking stuff, right? Cause like I've met his wife and things like that. So 
things ain't so good up here in Canada. People say I'm slow. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, like, uh, yeah, there's all that stuff. I think the best place to get at me is uh, on Telegram at the legend of Greg Arcade. If you go to just at Greg Arcade, I had to burn that account for the federals. Oh, boy. All right. Get that one back. Yeah, we we don't do anything bad up here. It's just Canadian cops are crazy. Yeah. (laughs) They like make problems up in their heads. Right, right. Well, it's like the British cops, like, you know, you, you can't say the word lesbian near a cop. Now, now, now saying somebody looks like a lesbian apparently is an arrestable offense. And boy, you got a license. Be praying for me. Right. You they, know, they, like, but they isn't, took that out isn't they lesbian took that out. like a term of endearment? Like, I, I thought we were all tolerant. And right. Stuff. Well, you, they don't know what was better to be somehow, homosexual. See, here's the thing in England is somehow the police are somehow superior to you and more powerful than you, but they are also able to be victimized by you at the same time. I heard this story about uh, this this guy up in Canada. So what happened is the cops were telling him to move during like the convoy protests Mm. and he had no room. So he backed up and he hit like a pylon Mm. and the pylon made a sound and this cop dove out of the way. The cops got him like on federal charges going to jail for intimidating and attacking a police officer. And the cops claims he has PTSD because the guy hit a pylon. He's like, I thought it was a gunshot. Oh, my God. Like, (sighs) what are these people? Yeah, exactly. What are these people? (laughs) Sounds like they need to construct additional pylons. (laughs) I've had a a heck of a time on the show, man. This is uh, a bit of a little dream come true. I I love this podcast. Especially when I got doxxed, this podcast got me through a lot of stuff. So appreciate you guys. Right on, man. We appreciate that. And Greg is responsible for uh, our hats, right, at nationalwithav.com. Yeah, nationalwithav, because national.com is very expensive. Uh, But if you spell it wrong, it's very affordable. Uh, (laughs) Right. And uh, we're going to have more merch for you guys soon. It's just like summer's really hard for me to do anything because like we got like all the garden going and all the stuff going on. But come come fall time, I'm hoping we'll have shirts and other items up for you guys as well too. Right on. We, we have, have those tank of, tops, those like tropical tank tops. That's what we want to do. Yeah, we want to do the tank tops. Yeah. We want t-shirts, uh, hoodies when we get to them. You know what? I'll I'll open up that file and order a sample to you, and we'll okay. see if it works. Okay, if cool. Works, we'll just store. Yeah, right on, dude. Well, thank you, Greg. Uh, thanks, Fash. Thanks for dropping by again. Oh yeah, no big deal. Right on. We didn't no get too deal. much into the firefighting stuff. You're you're an ex firefighter, so that you have like expertise on the Maui. Well, thing. It burns. I mean, um, <laughs> what I was gonna say is this: uh, sometimes some of the crazier stuff does happen, and sometimes something as small as like maybe there's like one little cloud in the sky that can put like actually where that shadow is. Sometimes stuff won't burn just because there's not enough for it to jump from plant to plant. Mm. Cools it down just that much. So there is some weird anomalies you'll see. Um, but yeah, that one in that one in uh, Maui though is weird that they would have no uh, that th- they didn't plan for it at all or they didn't have any warning out because usually they kind of we kind of know when there's going to be a fire or if it's uh or if it's likely to spark. It right. seems like these people had no no warning whatsoever. There's no preparation. I mean, nobody was even warned about it. I don't. Well, think, the fire the them, the, the um the warning system didn't work. So yeah, so. Yeah. To, to me, it does seem like they're just trying to clear people out for whatever reason. Yeah, you know? what or just like. grossing or gross incompetence is also possible. Well, you know, uh, they're definitely pushing for the fifteen-minute cities. They've already they've already made allusions to to that, and that's definitely what they want to do. Um, all yeah. the small businesses lost all their livelihoods. Gross Anyways, incompetence. 
enables them to do it. Exactly. Yeah, I think part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. Excusable. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, we are going to get out of here. Reinhardt, Jack, you guys, thanks again, as usual. Yes, sir. All right. We're going to get out of here. We will have a Necronormicon at the end of the podcast version of this that you will be listening to if you're listening to the podcast tomorrow, which you'll have to listen to if you're only listening to the live stream now. Yeah, figure that shit out. <laughs> it's late and I'm tired. We are going to get out of here. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see you this weekend later. Thanks, guys. Time to travel. Travel, travel makes, makes you gay. gay. Ah, everybody jump on and say it. <laughs> Welcome to the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading another chapter from A Fool's Renaissance by Shazam Watkins. Take comfort. There is a pattern I've been noticing in certain writings on our side from even authors I respect. This isn't really some sort of critique as much as it is an observation or an alternate take. The idea that no one is coming to save you. Now, this is largely true. In our lives, especially as men, we become so weakened and reliant on others that our pattern can be to abdicate responsibility for our own lives, for our own futures, for our own decisions. In this context, it is true. No one can live your life for you, and no one is coming to save you. You must ascend on your own. You must make choices for yourself and for your own betterment. This should be well understood, but it often is not. I'm also speaking from experience here, so don't think for a moment that I've always made the right decisions in everything. Ultimately though, someone is coming to save you, the only one who can. There are so many things occurring now, so many events taking place, so much is a blur, and so much of it is like a shit stain on the windshield of life. You can't control it. Even if you could, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because this has all been written about in the Bible. The fact is, we wish things were different. We wish that our country and world wasn't a fucking nightmare realm of different cultures, religions, people, etc. That's a given, and I don't really need to elaborate on it in this chapter. But in my own mind, no matter what I comment on or make fun of, I realize that, in the long run, it is a part of a greater overall plan orchestrated by the Master. Some may call this a cope, or misguided, or weak, what have you, but I disagree fully. Living life with this perspective begets meaning in even the most mundane tasks. I refuse to confess or accept that no one is coming to save me, and neither should you. This doesn't mean give up, accept defeat or refrain from fighting when and where you can for your God, your family, and your people. It just means that you should give current events or circumstances more energy than you need to. It's enough to be aware of what is going on at this point. Also important to remember is that if you think things are bad right now, it's all going to get much worse. We haven't even encountered persecution to the degree that our ancestors have. We don't know shit about tough times. No matter what your upbringing, no matter how bad it potentially was, you live in the West. Most of you have probably never starved or even gone a day or two without food. Don't imagine that this won't change. It's going to change, and I believe it's going to change very soon. I just spoke to a friend of mine who is currently in Kenya. He was telling me about some of the street people he sees there. In his words, it makes you never want to give another dime to anyone in America. We have no concept, none of us of what it means to genuinely fight for our own survival with no safety net, no backup plan, no failsafe. I think about raising children and having a family in a world like that, and I have trouble imagining that I would make it through. I believe I will. 
I confess that I will, and I know God takes care of his own. But until something like that happens, you never really know. Getting banned from Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and Patreon is not persecution. Is it unfair and gay? Sure, but it isn't a life-threatening issue. Believe me, that's nothing compared to having your children torn from your arms for refusing to inject them with fetal tissue and toxic metals. It's nothing compared to having them brainwashed in the school system when they eventually succeed in outlawing homeschooling. So in the meantime, before shit goes down, you really should be living like there is no one coming to save you. This will train you to be strong. It will make you self-reliant. However, that does not mean you should despair, black pill, or sit there agonizing over orchestrated current events until you can't move and feel so hopeless, you might as well be on Tinder. As much as it may seem irresponsible to even recommend this, I think we should largely ignore what is going on politically and socially. There are people I wish I could respect who are trying to change things from within. But it is difficult for me to believe that, as intelligent as they are, they can honestly believe that there is some sort of legitimate political solution. I have a hard time believing that it will affect anything in the long run, besides lull more hopeless political romantics into further dreamless sleep. I believe that being a coward is a sin. Not standing up, not saying what is true, not holding steady in the face of the enemy is sinful. This doesn't mean we all succeed in this way. It doesn't mean we all say the right thing or don't fall short. But you should stop giving a fuck what the average person says about you or what you do. I crave their disappointment. I crave their ire. I crave their hate and gnashing teeth because it reminds me that I am alive. This has all been spoken of long before we were born. Shit is on its way and it's going to hurt. Unfortunately, many of us may not make it or will be picked off before it truly goes down. But I'm comfortable with that. Better men and women than I have burned alive on actual pyres. If you can't take some sort of internet ostracizing, you need to grow the fuck up because that's nothing compared to your wife and children being raped before your eyes before you take a bullet to the head. And believe me, that isn't the worst thing I can imagine. Just imagine having a gay son. By the way, none of this is meant to be depressing. It's meant to encourage and edify, strengthen and fuel. Because someone is coming to save you. To me belongeth vengeance and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time, for the day of their calamity is at hand. And the things that shall come upon them make haste. Deuteronomy chapter 32, section 35. The Lord has not forgotten his people. He is the God of recompense, vengeance, violence, and storms. Blood will be spilt, fire will rain down, and everything is going to burn. You want the cities to burn? Don't worry, they will. Just be sure that you stand firm, else you be sucked into the firestorm that approaches. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. For nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines, and pestilence, and earthquakes, in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and shall kill you. And ye shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended, and shall betray one another, and shall hate one another. And many false prophets shall rise, and shall deceive many. And because iniquity shall abound, the love of many 
shall wax cold. But he that shall endure until the end, the same shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. And then shall the end come. When ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand in the holy place. Whoso readeth, let him understand. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which is on the house top not come down to take anything out of his house. Neither let him which is in the field return back to take his clothes. And woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days. But pray ye that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time. No, nor ever shall be. And except those days shall be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. Then if any man shall say unto you, Lo, here is Christ, or there, believe it not. For there shall arise false Christs and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch that, if it were possible, they shall deceive the very elect. Behold, I have told you before. Wherefore, if they shall say unto you, Behold, he is in the desert, go not forth. Behold, he is in the secret chambers, believe it not. For as the lightning cometh out of the east, and shineth even unto the west, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For wheresoever the carcass is, there will the eagles be gathered together. Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Matthew chapter 24, section 6 through 31. Pray for your enemies. Love those that hate you, but don't imagine that anyone is going to escape from his plan. He is also the God of love, mercy, forgiveness, and virtue. If you serve him, he will protect you. And even if you burn, you'll know you burned as his instrument. I refuse to live in some sort of social media depression state, and you should too. Live your life to the fullest, and help people where you can, but don't worry about World War III. It's a blip on the radar to spending eternity with your Father in Heaven, and 10 minutes in an agonizing death is a puff of wind even shorter than your lifespan. Enjoy your time on Earth. Enjoy your wife and family. Spend your moments wisely and don't allow all this panic bullshit to affect you for a split second. That's what they want for you. I'll leave you with this, which is one of my mother's favorite psalms. Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall over thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid 
for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that fleth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lawn and adder, the young lawn and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet, because he hath set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Take comfort in the knowledge that this is all meant to be. It is evil, sure. It's disgusting and can be discouraging, sure. But all this shit just means one thing for me. The time is at hand and he is on his way.